Welcome, everybody, friends, folks, foes, and fellow pirate mateys to our latest and last final weekly edition of Pirate Radio Podcasts for the year of 2021. I'm your host, as always, show's chief communications officer, Jaffe Ryder. My, how time flies when you're having fun aboard the Robin Hood. Can you believe it? This week marks our final Friday night feature event. As we look back on the 2021, the year as it was, via our novel vantage point down here in Skullport Harbor, along with everything else, uh, we'll aim to catch up on revisiting all this past year's main stories, characters, guests, and events. Rapidly approaching our 7th Annual Operation Secret Santa 2021 World Christmas Charity Campaign. We'll uh, be kicking off on December 15th. So we'll likely dedicate a portion of the live stream to covering this upcoming major event as well. WPRPN.com uh, is the website. We will encourage people to to drop by and take a, take a look at, of course. As always, remember, sign up is free. All you simply need is a username email address and password from there everything should be pretty much straightforward if you have any problems along the way just get back to us via our email pirate one radio at protonmail.com and we'll do whatever it takes to help um, smooth things over get you uh, squared away and pointed in the right direction So uh, feel free to make the most of the opportunity uh, this week and reach out to us directly with any questions, comments, or news leads you may have. Surprisingly, it's not that complicated. Just be sure to get your Skype fired up for these live call-ins via Captain Sinclair, uh, pirate1radio at gmail.com is the email address you'll want to take note of that's the numeral one pirate one radio at gmail.com the other one we mentioned just a little earlier pirate one radio at protonmail.com is what we have in place via our paypal 
uh, end of things. Always happy to receive support on that front, of course. Uh, it's also where we, uh, if you have any guest suggestions or show ideas you'd like to send us, that's that's the way to do it, uh, along with pretty much any other way, uh, social media contact information you're able to come across uh, that we have currently out there via the interwebs. But email is 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 quite effective. Minds.com private messaging works well. Uh, we prefer not to do fake book if possible simply because of their track record and the way that they've treated so many, including ourselves. Uh, but basically, yeah, this week this go round is a chance for us to reflect look back on the year as it was al borealis host of forum borealis uh, the great podcast that you can easily find out there via youtube and elsewhere he has not been able to reach us this uh, this go around you know, which is really unfortunate, but we had a pretty good run of things. If you look back through the archives, you'll see that we did at least, I think it was three or four years in a row uh, where we brought Al on and hosted him around this this very uh, time of year on a, on a routine basis. So uh, my guess is, that assuming he's not dealing with any major health problems or family emergencies, he's traveling. You know, he's someone who definitely likes to get out and about and where he can take time out to see various exotic places around the world. So uh, that being said, yeah, if you'd like to help us out, once again, uh, in addition to the PayPal end of things, there's always Patreon, of course, and uh, Minds.com. Token donations is a, is a great way of doing things over there. Uh, Odyssey as well, too, let's not forget. Just for watching our content, we are rewarded anytime people drop by and check out the archive shows we have available via odyssey we pick up booster points uh pretty much along the same uh, along the same sort of lines as to what minds.com has in place so uh if all all else uh, you know if, if all this is beyond your means just remember it always is appreciated anytime people are able to like, comment, share, hit the subscription and notification buttons, along with, of course, let's not forget, remember to tell your friends, family, and coworkers uh, as to what it is we've got going on over here via the, the flagship itself, 
pirate radio podcasts and of course the wider wprpn network uh not least of which is this upcoming uh extravaganza annual event that we that we dedicate ourselves to each and every year it's going to be a little more tricky this go around because of a rather erratic work schedule that we've got to deal with here so bearing that in mind there may very well be a few evening shows here uh, that we'll be producing out of south korea close to around even midnight perhaps is what i'm guessing either 11 p.m or midnight and that's so that we can connect with people from around the world including the west coast of uh north america it'll be pretty early out there i'm guessing around seven or eight o'clock in the morning perhaps but uh you know that'll make it 11 of course out in the east coast 11 a.m and uh hopefully at that point we'll be able to draw in <laughs> just checking out uh checking out a tweet that we we've seen come across the come across the the ethernet here via public streaming network so much appreciated angel will get to you in just a moment here but yes with the way that we've got things looking here at this particular moment as far as uh how we're going to be able to manage the 10-day campaign there will be those instances where we may because of the work uh schedule we're having to take on here uh, via south korea that's pretty much just come at us out of the blue more or less uh we'll actually be able to maybe connect with the european audience uh where they're not actually sleeping it's not four or five a.m in the morning as it so often is uh including right now at this very moment there are the the rare occasional folks the night owls via europe who do join us there's no doubt about that but yeah, typically most people are uh, tucked away into their beds and well i don't know they're they're angel you know there are a fair number of people who of course who do enjoy late night early morning uh live streaming productions whether it's radio or what have you but uh just yourself and uh and and me here of course so far to this point as far as the the 2021 review itself is concerned we've it's great to have you on board once again via florida usa thanks for thanks for connecting with us here no worries and as you know i'm a night owl so this is a uh, perfect timing for me indeed yes uh wouldn't miss it for the world uh but <laughs> no way i right. walked the plank for thee live now go check out the final wprpn news show of 2021 with jaffe Ryder and company hashtag let's go brandon hashtag fjb hashtag fj biden hashtag psn radio 
SoFlow Radio, the Espina Report, and of course, uh, Jaffe32 here. I'm trying to expand uh, the horizon here to the uh, Let's Go Brandon crowd because they, they're ever expanding. So I'm seeing if uh, we can get them on board with the pirate ship. Oh, we've already got three likes there, so I'll have to retweet that one, I guess, and see if we can uh, pick up any people who find it to be of of, of interest of, of any sort. So, uh, and bearing in mind, once again, listeners out there, you can at any time contact us here live via the this year's final... Uh, streaming event in the, the feature end of things at least we'll have news again this coming tuesday night and then we'll be taking the last week off before we kick kick off the operation secret santa annual christmas extravaganza world charity uh talent uh, telethon uh and an auction event is what it really all entails. So uh, now's the time, of course, for people out there to to think about what it is that they can do actually to help make to help make Christmas uh, more enjoyable, I suppose, more more bearable in some instances, but. Uh, Find whatever resources, whether material or spiritual, what have you, that they can muster to to share with others. Even just information, of course. It doesn't necessarily have to be monetary donations, uh, medical, food, uh, clothing, and, and everything else you can possibly imagine. Very much an ad hoc type campaign. But uh, mostly, yeah, we're encouraging people to think outside the box to do whatever it takes to get the job done and offer a, a handout to people whose lives really in many instances are, uh, they find themselves on the outskirts, at, uh, on, on, the, on the fringes. I suppose, struggling just to not only to maintain their sanity uh, in many, many uh, instances, but also do what it takes to to feed themselves and, and their families to keep them clothed and, and so forth. So uh, we'll, we'll share the Operation Secret Santa link here in just uh, just a moment or two, work on tracking that one down and take it from there so uh but hey listen angel you know just looking back on your participation the way that you you were part of uh what we put out this year both with respect not only just to the news of course but also the feature end of things when we would have feature guests booked or some feature type uh, roundtable. Uh, is there anything that stands out in your in your memory as far as what you reckon was was most? Uh, and I think 
I think I can almost maybe read your mind. John Patash and uh, the CIA. You must war. have ESPN. You must yeah. be psychic. Yeah, Tupac. So I guess, yeah, because that, and that was just a couple of weeks ago too. Do you want to just remind our listeners what that entailed exactly and, and your, your part in everything? Well, it was surprising to me because I, I heard he was going to be on, but I wasn't uh, aware of the book on Tupac that he wrote, but I, I heard you mention the name. Um, it's just so many shows, so it kind of escaped me a little bit. So right. when I heard uh, they, they were talking about Tupac, I was like, ooh, my, like, immediately my uh, spider senses went up. Yeah. And uh, I, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I, I, I'll, I'll kill this. I'll crush this show. And I think I got a smile on his face when I uh, gave the definition for Tupac's thug life and what he meant by certain, you know, names and things. And uh, I think he felt more at home talking to us uh, once he realized, oh, these guys know, uh, at least Angel knows a lot about Tupac. And uh, that was a a great show, man. He's an awesome guest. And uh, I, I ordered the book. I can't wait to get it and read it. And uh, go through it and uh, see, you know, everything you put in there. But a fantastic guest. And really, that, to me, is uh, my favorite show that you've done, just because of the, the optics of it being about Tupac. Uh, but, you, you know, you've had a lot of really good guests over the uh, year and uh, a lot of fun shows, roundtable shows, you know, call-in shows, uh, shows where, like, people just are friends from uh, Skype, like Henrik and uh, uh, Roki and the other uh, likes out there. Shout outs to them. Pirate Larry. Um, Pirate Larry, yeah. Yeah. Uh so shout outs to everybody who's joined your uh your decks here. And uh hopefully they all have a great holiday season this uh December and uh they all get what they want from Santa. Uh or whoever the big fat guy that jumps down the chimney is. Uh, but uh that really was the standout show for me on this uh on this show, uh, just because I'm a big lifelong Tupac fan. So, I mean, I've done episodes, uh, three, four hours long on the subject of Tupac, his life, his backstory, uh, to the point that I got really lucky and I got to meet the guy who basically signed him to his first record deal and brought him into the music industry, which was Money B from Digital Underground. And I've become friends with him over the years, and uh, he's a really, really cool dude. Um, so, I mean, it's full circle when it comes to like Tupac, just uh, being able to like kind of rub shoulders with some of the people that knew him over the years. I also knew some folks that worked on death row records and things like that when he was still around uh, for the brief time he was there. And, uh, it's always fun to like, you know, get somebody else's perspective on what happened and who killed him, you know, who might have been involved, uh, and stuff like that. But, you, you know, one thing that doesn't get talked about a lot was the fun stuff that he was involved in and some of the non-political but just more fun things that he was involved in. And there's a few of that, and I hope the book kind of covers that a little bit. Uh, mind you, he only lived 25 years, so he had a very brief life. And, um, you know, there's more sadness to his existence than there's happiness, which is a very sad thing to say, but... Uh, all in all, that that really does stand out to me as my favorite show you've done this year. Yeah, and as you say, a little bit of uh, what do you say, ESPN? <laughs> so, yes, you're psychic. <laughs> extra extra sensory perception, 
nuance or what have you. You but have hey, that uh, ESPN, the Ocho, as we like to call it. I, I sometimes I do <laughs> nail it. I do, I do have back in the day they would call these mediums and psychics they referred to as, as sensitives. So uh, we've all got a little bit of that, at least some more than others, of course. And it just depends, really. There's with vibration and frequency. I really do believe that uh, if you're tuned in or dialed in, that you can you can really connect with people, be on the same wavelength, and look at Henrik. What he talks about uh, him, Nori Love, and others with their ability to perform Reiki, Reiki healing at a distance. That is. Uh, that is really quite something, you know, there's, it's quite profound. So we did have, uh, speaking of whom, Nori Love, uh, Agi Nos, we, now I'm not sure the exact month, we've, we've got things teed up here, so we can get to that in just a, a couple, a couple minutes, I guess, but uh, it's a fascinating phenomenon, there's yep. no doubt about that. Augie is a great yeah. guest, by the way. Augie Nost, fantastic guest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty supportive with what we do here as well, too. Yep. You know, they had they had. I think his name is Rex Bayer from the. Uh, oh gosh, I'd have to check out the name of his show again. But he's he's really got a big show, and then they actually uh, managed to bring him on as a guest just a couple days ago. So, uh, you know. One guest you haven't had on, uh, I don't think, uh, and really should uh, check his work is uh, Sylvain Rochon from Canada. Never, I don't know never if heard you of never heard of him. Not, not uh, vaguely, I guess. Sylvain Rochon. Rochon. Yeah, he's a uh, French Canadian. Yeah. Uh, speaks perfect English, though. Uh, but um, he runs a UFO group, and uh, they're very active in ufology and. Uh, they're really good people. I've got to uh, talk to a few of them in the group. Uh, in fact, they invited me to speak at an event next year. Uh, so I'm going to be doing a little bit of a Q&A lecture and uh, speaking uh, engagement with them. And uh, hopefully I don't bomb because that would suck. Uh, it, I want to do it on Roswell, though, because that's one of the subjects that I, I really do enjoy uh, talking about. Uh, I might bring Travis Walton's case a little bit into it and stuff. That's another one you should really look into for next year, Travis, or maybe Mike Rogers or somebody like that. Well, I, I don't know who Mike Rogers he was. He part of the Fire in the Sky event back in the day. Is it, they... Mike Rogers was the guy who was driving the truck. Right. Uh, he was he was a crew sheet, uh, chief also for the uh, the loggers, and uh, right. he was played by Robert Patrick in the uh, actual film Fire in the sky yeah well here's the thing about that is i just think that people generally have uh travis is you know he seems like a really great guy and i'd love to talk to him of course who wouldn't but his story has has really he's had a really um more than enough opportunity to get his story out there i mean they for crying out loud they made a hollywood movie out of what what occurred uh there back in the day so but he's and he's really made the rounds i i i know uh and he's i think he attend not just with the podcasting or live streaming into things all the way from coast to coast george nori i was i'm almost positive of course 
Uh, and, but just every, everyone else who has a, has a podcast or, or show in place, at least, uh, people who have reached out and taken the time to invite him. The point being is this, I think that he's shared his story to the point where people are probably more than familiar with what occurred. Basically we, we, we would prefer to, this is the way that we've handled things over the years. Look to generally those uh, personalities and, and people out there whose stories have yet to reach the mainstream, who still uh, operate essentially and live uh, in the underground, as it were. They're, 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 uh, what they have to share with the world is not all that well known. So rather than going for the more established names and, and personalities are generally three, three weeks out of each month, we, we look for the more underground independent unknown type individuals. And then once, once in every month, we try to book a more well-established easily recognizable that name. that's a good way of doing it but remember you you don't want to shut off or uh, or exclude uh, big names because they help bring awareness to your show and bring a crowd to your show and it helps you grow oh, yeah, I, I i get it i get on it top yes. of that, on top of that travis um doesn't really like the cut of the movie they made i know because the movie actually lied about the events right uh, and he's very vocal about that right uh, so it's always fun to like hear his input and how his idea of what ended up happening that night has evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, not the main event that he remembers of what happened, but the reason why things happened has kind of had his own evolution. And it's always fun to like listen to him. But even more than just him, like I was shocked when I spoke to Mike, for example. I thought Mike was going to be a little bit more like you know, reserved and uh, kind of just like, you know, not communicating uh, about the, the whole thing very well. And it turns out he's like the most fun guy to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. And he doesn't even like talking about the subject of, of the Travis Walton case. He'll go on about his artwork and right. uh, other things that uh, he's been involved in and, and his work outside of the Travis Walton right. uh, and uh, he's actually a very fun guy to talk to if you want to just not even talk about ufology at right, all. Right, right. Um, and yeah, no, that, he, now that sounds like a that sounds like a better uh, that has more potential to it. There, not not. I think uh, you know Travis seems like a, just a great guy, really awesome in many ways. And uh, nothing bad to say about him whatsoever. This is more philosophical. And the sense that Mike Rogers is someone who is lesser known, frankly, but we'd happily have on board and and do exactly what you just laid out there. Talk yep. to him to some extent, uh, maybe thirty minutes or so, regarding uh, this story that's been shared with the world time and time and time again. But then yeah. go off into other topics that he's more, you know. Uh, you know, has maybe more of an interest in, in, in sharing and that a, a lot of people haven't heard about yet. That's, that's the whole point. But here's a, no, yeah, but here's a question for you. Outside of the Travis Walton case, what is any other abduction case that uh, you would think right off the bat is as important? Well, 
you know, my dad was not abducted as far as we can tell, but uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's nowhere is nowhere. It does not rank anywhere in, in that, uh, yeah, that spectrum or that, that, you know, that, uh, area as far as what, what occurred on that, that night. I don't know what that was back in the mid seventies. Wasn't it? This whole, and what was the, yeah, location? It, was, exactly? uh, was the was it? It, it was in snowflake, Arizona. Okay. How about that? So, uh, but no, my dad actually was a, a contactee as so apparently was my sister and stepmother at the time. Uh, and the thing about it is, you know, we've got a blog in place too, where my dad talked to me, uh, twice extensively discussed the matter and tried to get all the information I could from him, put the blog together. And then one of the next times that I talked to him regarding, I brought, I brought the whole, uh, you know, business up once again, he claimed to have no memory of it whatsoever as if it's like, what are you talking about? Kind of deal. I don't. I have no idea. That's what you're going on about. My sister, yeah. my sister, the same thing. Really mm. No idea. Like what, I know it. No idea. And this is to me. It's really b- bizarre. Uh, really bizarre on both counts. Frankly, uh, that that their their memories after he after he gave me all the information that he could possibly. And then I talked to him a few months later and he's, it's as if, it's as if it, there's nothing ever happened at all. It's completely wiped from his memory. And the the sister to me, it, it's, it's what these strikes me as clearly, you know, these are not the sort of things that occur on a day to day basis. These are not regular, ordinary experiences that people have. And that when you do encounter phenomenon of this sort they saw this giant essentially fiery sea was what it was uh, that that appeared from out of a slit in the sky from way off uh along the horizon line and uh just slowly made its way over to close to where they were having a uh they, they lit a fire and were having some some hot dogs and in the sky what pardon me fire in the sky it was fire in the (laughs) sky yes it was a giant fiery sea huge giant fiery flaming sea type shape of some sort uh which uh, you know it was like 100 meters in I don't know what your phrase is. I think diameter or, uh, I think I thought something like that, it, you know, I don't think it was radius. That's a different story altogether, but that's what he experienced. And, uh, we're a little off topic here though. Cause that really wasn't, you know, we could talk about this another time. I'd happily do so. And maybe what I'll do is try to get that link out to people who would like to see what I blogged, essentially outlining a few more of the details and uh, the fact that would really another uh, another issue that that figured into things and was quite striking was how the following week, because these they weren't the only people who had experienced these things in that region as a central interior of 
British Columbia, basically, which, as it turns out, is is quite a uh, it's quite a hot spot for for sightings. But the the regional newspaper uh, just the following week uh, stated that oh, if anyone, by the way, has been witnessing this sort of phenomenon, not to be alarmed uh, at all. It's simply that the military has been has been practicing uh, shooting off uh, canisters of radon, I think is what they said, something like that. So it, into the sky. That, <laughs> oh. it's, it's like, you know, this Oopie giant God. fiery sea <laughs> appearing from out of nowhere to slowly make its way and then hovering over the, the barn. And then after a, what he experienced in his mind as being just a couple of minutes, uh, and his jaw basically dropped to the ground is what he said. And he, 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 you know, he was, his arms were, uh, placed out in supplication and he, he, the, the, you know, the response was very much in line with what John Lennon, uh, what he, he, how he reacted with his encounter back in 1974, up, you know, in New York with, uh, May Pang, uh, in his mind, he was thinking, take me, you know, I want to go with you. Uh, just as with how the Beatles came about, don't forget uh, the man on the flaming pie. You know, that's. I wonder how much of that was LSD induced, though, because I mean, they really no, were no, heavy on drugs. No, they weren't. I don't. I don't think they were. No, neither of them were uh, high at the time whatsoever. Nor, nor was my father dropping acid. Or you know, no, no, no. I'm talking know, about John yeah, Lennon, Lennon yeah. and uh, and and uh, his uh, abductee witnesses or cohorts or whatever, or the rest of the Beatles. I mean, a lot of these folks remember might be hallucinating because of drug use. Uh, and the Beatles back then were like heavy into LSD and mind alternative, you know, alternating drugs. Yeah. So yeah, those guys. Just... I'm with John though. This was the uh, solo uh, period of his career. So, uh, you know, he was, he was basically, it was the uh, lost weekend, the five year period that he simply just disappeared and uh, went off and did his own thing for, for a while. He, he had Yoko chose this, this girlfriend for him basically may pang so and uh i as i recall this the story was that they were back in new york the two of them at the dakota as a matter of fact if i'm not mistaken and this this craft appeared so uh but it's funny because i wonder how many others have had this experience where they they in their minds they they, they witness something something which could only be from out of this world uh, and are thinking they're just so gobsmacked as the Brits would say, uh, taken aback that, uh, it's, you know, they want to be taken away. Uh, and you know, that's, that's the, how, what Lennon is, is on the record as having said. And that's what my dad told me too, that he, he, he said that he wanted to go for a little ride. He wanted to, you know, see what was going on basically and uh meet whatever intelligence was behind this this uh, uh giant fiery apparition so 
uh, it's it's quite a story, and I'm going to try to track that link down. In the meantime, it looks like we got about we're going to get around 15 people here all together across the various platforms on this end. We've also got your dad tweeting. Uh, well, he's he's giving us a thumbs up, I guess, <laughs> via via Twitter. So it always helps to have family support. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's you or your dad, but family support. No, that's him. He's been listening. He doesn't understand or speak much English, but he understands it well enough to listen. Right. Right. And, and I tell him, I'm on air. And he's like, okay, voy a chequear, which means I'm going to go check it. So he's, he's really like, he gives me a thumbs up or a like. He's he's now getting the hang of Twitter. Oh, good. So I'm very happy about that because, you know, he's mastered Facebook has no idea how Instagram works, but he's finally getting the hang of Twitter. So I'm very proud right, of the old man. Right. Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, coming up this January, just as we typically do, uh, the plan is really for us to take a take a step back and take a break. It's it's holiday time for us essentially, although we still generally try to put out weekly news streams but uh this past year following the annual operation secret santa world christmas charity extravaganza uh we you know for for health reasons mostly we each and every january typically want just to take a break and uh take it easy because I've noticed in the, in the number of years that we've uh, run the campaign that I lose my voice. I kind of feel a little run down and, uh, and ragged and uh, drained on so many levels that it's just good to, to uh, stop having to do all that it takes, of course, to keep the feature shows running and in place. A lot of people out there listening probably aren't able to really grasp or appreciate the amount of effort and energy, uh, emotional, uh, mental, and, 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 you know, and any number of other ways as well, too, that people who are putting the, the, these live streams together, working behind the scenes, that it really... Uh, it really it really calls for it really requires so uh, not just to mention the whole technical end of things of course and and uh the, the investment of time and and money of course as we operate here largely out of pocket it is a uh it, it's a free public service that we offer to the world twice a week which Geez, what is there? Fifty? Is there fifty-six or fifty-two weeks in in a year, Angel? I often have. Uh, I'm not. I think it's what one or the other. But you know, the the point being is it's a lot. There's a lot of shows, and there's a lot of time, effort, and energy, and money that's needed to keep it's things 52. running. Go ahead. No, it's fifty-two weeks in a year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure where I, I always want to want to say 56 for some reason, but 
so yeah, the people's WPRPN, the people's pirate network and with, without the, the public support that it, it makes it really difficult. It ends up being mostly just, uh, Jaffe and his two cats <laughs> or, or with wife cooking in the kitchen and running, running, uh, just operating out of pocket basically. And I, I'll, I hate to use this, this term or refer to things this way, but it's true. Uh, running in the red as it were. So we've had some, we've had help on a n- number of different fronts. This go around this year, uh, you know, Dana Shiver and, and bilge pumper, just to name a couple people that were helping out behind the scenes in a really big way. I'm not sure what's happened with Dana. She was relocating to, uh, the Mount Shasta region of California. I hope she's okay. Cause we have not heard from her in the longest time. And I've been really meaning to reach out on uh, to her on a personal basis and rather than, than wait for her to contact us, but she's definitely been in our thoughts. So, you know, hopefully she made it all right up to, uh, that, that particular part of, of California. I think she was, had, had resided, uh, just south of Los Angeles actually, and was making the, the big, uh, you know, the trip up North to, to relocate. So, but, uh, you know, Dana, if you're out there, even if you're not, our, our thoughts, prayers, and, and everything else that you might find to be of, of help are with you. So, uh, but just going back here to the way that things did kick off this past year, it was a special edition report, Anarchy in the USA. Uh, January 8th, and of course, this is episode 212, but uh, more importantly, this, we had, uh, we had Burnside join us, and I think Scooby as well, too, his, his, uh, his good colleague and, and friend who was there, you know, their boots on the ground in D.C., uh, and they did take some pretty decent quality photos, and I think uh, film as well, video footage, but, uh, you know, what, what we had here as a caption essentially was as if 2020 hadn't already been crazy enough. It looks like 2021 is off to a pretty wild start as well. This week we launched an unscheduled special edition report focusing mostly on the recent series of dramatic events in Washington, DC. And, uh, yeah, for good reason that there were people there protesting, essentially, pe- quite peacefully for the most part. Unfortunately, as one can almost always expect with these sort of things, you did have your agent provocateurs, uh, federal agents, and and uh, people via the likes of BLM and Antifa, uh, along with God only knows who else that were there to essentially stir up the pot. And, uh, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are just in brief, cause we got to keep things rolling along here, angel. I know that you, you definitely have a few views 
and opinions regarding what did take place on January 6th. Uh, we are, by the way, we are live streaming via YouTube. So uh, hopefully nothing that we have to uh, offer or prefer along these lines, just in having an open, honest adult conversation and exchange of ideas that does not get us shut down via YouTube. So from, you know, from anarchy in the USA, of course, to just flat out, you know, full-blown communism in the USA, looking at red YouTube. You think that's a coincidence, Angel? The, the color red? YouTube, <laughs> no. They're showing their true colors as of late, aren't they? So, but let's just, just keep in mind that we are live streaming uh, via that outlet. You know, YouTube is a funny animal because, as yeah. you know, say that they have uh, shows like the Hodge Twins and other shows that are very political. Liberal Hive Mind uh, comes to mind also. Tim Pool, Crowder, Tim Pool, Louder with Crowder. Yeah. And these guys all go pretty hard, you know, you know for the right, and uh, they expose a lot of the hypocrisy coming out from the left. Yeah. Um, but they do it in a, in a way which is kind of humorous. And I think that's why they get away with it. They're not trying to like uh, be mean or cursing about it, which that I think is what gets a lot of people in trouble because it gives YouTube another avenue to shut you down. Um, and if you notice, their shows are very comedy oriented, uh-huh. uh, which is a, a great way of going about it. But look, everybody has their own opinion on what happened on the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, either way, nobody should have gone into the Capitol that day. Everybody who was in there was wrong for doing it. Um, I'm not supporting anybody who goes in and breaks into the Capitol and and does whatever, like the shaman character or whatever. Uh, None of that should have taken place to begin with. I understand how people are fed up and why they would want to do that. But it just feeds the negative uh, narrative that, you know, the folks on the left are trying to paint the right with. So you and and essentially you you gave in to the mob mentality and you joined the uh, the partake of mob uh, mentality. And that's not a way to solve things. Uh, Even Trump at the time said peacefully and patriotically make yourselves be heard, not break in and break stuff. You know, that wasn't part of what he said, uh, even though Twitter would like to make you think that's exactly what he meant. That's not what he meant or said. Um, and, and to give it to YouTube, I will say uh, in, in their defenses, at least they have that optic where if you do it in a comedic, softer tone, um, they do kind of look the other way a little bit. It's, uh, and I've noticed that it's just uh, the folks who go all out and just start, you know, doing racist things or saying crazy QAnon stuff, which I do not partake in. I know a lot of people look at me like, oh, he's a QAnon cuke. I hate QAnon. I think they're full of it. Uh, and I do not partake in anything of the QAnon stuff because I know that's all misinformation anyway. And I, I think in YouTube's defense, I will say that at least from the big social media outlets, they're the least offensive when it comes to the right i think twitter is more of a problem when it comes to like censorship uh even facebook has been very uh censorship uh, heavy uh so i mean you have to kind of look at the context for what it is and it's sad 
But I mean, remember, YouTube is uh, owned by Google, and Google has a uh, very light censorship. I mean, just look at the Google images and put any actress you want in there and say porn next to her name, and you're gonna get all kinds of uh, you know things in there. So it's not like you you know Google is very heavy on censorship as it is. It's just the way you go about it. And once people realize that, I think they're better off. Uh, myself, for example, on my shows, which are pretty political, I never get any, uh, you know, anything negative, any strikes or anything community related that it's harmful to anybody, because I kind of follow the guidelines, even though I get my point across. Now, I've had shows on the PSN that try to get their point across, but they curse, scream, yell, you know, throw a tantrum. Next thing you know, they're getting demonetized, and they've cost me platforms because they're going a little bit too overboard. Shout out to a few of those. You know who you are. I'm not naming names, but yeah, I know who you are, and uh, I love them. The, you know, they're good friends and and people that listen to the shows and, and are on the network. But you kind of have to like understand when you're playing in somebody's backyard, you sometimes have to kind of go around the rules and play along the the, the rules that they lay out. And I think some of the folks forget that, and that's why they get their channels shut down, while the other ones make it. So it's if you want to make it, you kind of got to like learn how to you know play along with the other kids. If not, you're gonna get the platformed every single time. Sounds like if you want to make it, you gotta fake it. Basically, sometimes a little bit, but not really because I don't fake it. I just know how to you know do things without getting the platformed. Yeah. Uh, again, for example. I don't uh, go with crazy conspiracies from QAnon. Yeah, yeah we got to. We got to. I understand. We got to keep things rolling along here too. Let's not forget, uh, Angel. T- t- you know, this week is definitely not the time for uh, long, long-winded. Hey, you asked, man. I give yeah. you long wind. Just, and you, that's the only kind of long bullet point. You bullet point. Want. Bullet point. We'll keep try to keep things short here because we have twelve months to get through, and uh, the next. Uh, it kind of the next show actually really ties in and dovetails nicely with with what with what you're you know with the two of us I guess we're we're uh, covering. But before we get to that, let's give a shout out to Joshua Allen Huckle, Janie Walker, and uh, I thought there was somebody else there that we were seeing over on Facebook, but. Uh, just tuned in. If you're talking about Reverend Jim, he would never get the uh, JAB to travel. I guess, yeah. What's what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I wonder if they yeah, got a, a speaking code to get Jim, around. Why hasn't he been on? I mean, I know he's not on the live much. Well, why, I, I don't understand why he he's welcome to join us here. He's actually in the the group itself. Just hasn't been answering the the calls as of late so you know he's got his own thing going on and he's trying to get uh more traction over on odyssey i guess and i'm not sure where else but uh there we go uh we'll we'll, uh i'm sure hear from him before too long maybe over the course of the upcoming operation secret santa uh annual christmas extravaganza so janie walker uh of course, she says her favorite guest was Jerry Wills, and uh, hopefully we'll get to to him in just a, a few minutes here. Just looking at the windows on the world, Mark Windows, the show that we did 
just a couple of months ago with him. Uh, so, so many great guests, of course, that we connected with this year. And uh, mostly what we're going to do now is share the, uh, the monthly links that we have on board here, basically, uh, via WPRPN, where people can take a look at the calendar itself uh, with all the, the show information. And I think for the most part, if you click on, sure, like the, the shows are archived there as well, too. So if you haven't seen anything that we've uh, put out this past year and you'd like to uh, give it a listen, now definitely is your chance. The uh, pictures are activated as well, too, for the most part. So just click on one or two of those and hopefully they end up taking you to the right place. If you find any links that are uh, mal-configured or, or not really working out as you would hope, uh, do let us know. In the meantime, though, yes, let's see what's going on. DK, Spiracy, uh, a couple of things. First of all, we're seeing fake Aussie. Not sure what that's about. No Aussie says fair dinkum. I don't even know what that means. Was that going to get us shut down on YouTube if we say fair dinkum? Is that one of their, uh, you know? Uh, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, well, but then maybe YouTube, we don't know what it means, but it could mean some, the most horrendous thing, according to YouTube. George Carlin back in the day, seven, the seven words you can't say on television. I'm not going to repeat them right now, though that can be easily done. Uh, it's just the point now, in fact, Rebel News came out with a story just yesterday where the CBC is now issuing a whole list of words that uh, basically very Orwellian, of course, but that they would rather you not uh, say or, or have uh, speak or, or share with the world, whether it's, I guess, mostly on CBC it's itself. So, uh, is what they're what they're getting at there, and it looks like this is really odd. Now I don't know why DK Spiracy is he's trying to call up the the WPRPN green room. Don't do that, uh, DK. That's not where we are right now. It's not how you're going to find us. You're going to end up kind of bothering <laughs> about seventy five people that maybe don't want to be called at this particular yeah. moment. So. Let's see what else is going on here. I don't know if, if should we have him on board or not? Because we got to, the point, uh, as much as we'd, we'd love to, uh, the point is we got to cover these, the, the stories that we did this year. So maybe he has something good to add. You never know. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. So, yeah. uh, maybe he has a favorite episode of the year he wants to talk about. You never know. You got the wrong link to your VC or you are just on DM is one of the last things that he he said here. So let, let, let's, t I'll tell you what, let's finish up January and then we'll bring him on briefly for just a couple minutes. And, uh, he's, he's someone who sometimes it's, yeah, it's, you know, I'm not sure how much talking he wants to do tonight, but once he gets going, he, he really, he's, he's a, it's hard to keep the beast in its cage basically at that time. So, 
Uh, and people who do call in, really, it's it's like any other show where uh, you know you're two minutes on board basically, and and then it's off to the next person. This is kind of the way that uh, I, I like to do things. But let's just focus on what we got here right now: the special edition report, this digital holocaust. This is on January 29th. So we did take a bit of a break there of a couple of weeks. Thank God. Uh, you know, it's the one time a year where we can actually try to step back and work on catching our breath. So uh, this digital Holocaust, you can feel it in the air. We've been hearing a lot about it. And many of us have even been directly targeted. So, uh, well, this is pretty crazy here. Too dangerous for YouTube. We've now received our first official strike. Two more of these, and the bastards will completely memory hole our entire project of nearly 400 shows. So, uh, so on and so forth. And, you know, people can drop by the January uh, blog, essentially, is what it is, and, and take, it, take it from there. Uh, oh, well, let's see before we do, let's, we also, it looks like we had Mike Anarcho, uncle Bobby and Veronica Bartolini drop in for that particular live stream that we did is what it appears. So that's quite interesting. Now, Mike has been in touch as of late. He's out on not just the high digital seas, but actually sailing out via the Pacific somewhere out there on the West coasts from what I understand, working on making their way maybe down to Panama and coming up to the into the Bahamas if they can. Uh, I'm not sure if that's even possible. I'm not too clear on the whole, you know, uh, the geography as far as the, the actual oceans themselves are concerned. But uh, it something we've been working on doing is connecting with him in real live time. And we'll see, we'll see. They've been struggling with some, just getting their, their ship out on the, on the seas and making their way down to, I believe is what he said, Panama. So it'll be quite interesting to, uh, see if we're able to bring him on in real live time here at some point, who knows, maybe even. Maybe even tonight, we'll just have to wait and see. But Veronica is someone who's somewhat fallen out of touch. She's one of these super soldier type characters who, for the most, it seems, we've been having some problems with for some peculiar reason. Penny Bradley, uh, it looks like she's completely blocked us now in social media. And, and then, of course, we had that, uh, who is that Hecker character? Was his first name Eric Hecker? Might have been. but. Not uh, sure. I whatever the penny of time though she's uh, down with me she hasn't blocked me oh you talk to her all the time yeah she's in uh, the uh, PSN chat group and uh, the Jern chat group well ask her what's going on basically cuz i'd like to know what the deal is if uh, cuz we've i've still have no idea uh now what happened actually with another person william ramsey who we'd had on numerous times, and I didn't think that there was anything uh, that that had been said or any reason for for him to want to block us uh, via social 
media, but as it turned out, he didn't. I, I looked into it. I sent him an email and he cleared things up and saying that he just, he shut down and deleted his, his Facebook account entirely. I, I now, I don't know why exactly. It'll be interesting. Maybe if we can have him drop by this coming year and he can clarify what, what, uh, led him to make that decision. That'd be quite interesting to, to hear from him directly from the horse's mouth. But, uh, we've had him on discussing the smiley face killers, the documentary that he put together dealing with that whole sordid business. Uh, there was, well, Crowley, of course, uh, He's, he's written a, a book dealing with, with uh, the great beast himself, 666. Alistair Crowley, Hollywood Babylon was another show. And then uh, the Memphis, is it the Memphis Three, Angel? Do you know about that? Uh, the, no, I'm not too familiar with the Memphis yeah, Three. The, the killings that took place back in the day. And uh, so that, that goes back a couple of years now. And he became kind of a cause celebre, as it were. Johnny Depp, I can't recall. Damien Eccles, yes, I can recall. <laughs> uh, uh, Damien Eccles is his name, and it's very controversial, uh, guilty or not. I, he did serve a number of years behind bars, and it was only with the help of these major Hollywood players, including the likes of Johnny Depp, that he, uh, I guess, had some kind of retrial and managed to managed to be uh, freed. So uh, who's really to say, you know? Who's really to say? In the end, the way I look at it is whether you call call it God or karma or whatever you want, you give it whatever name you like, Allah. It's, uh, there is a, the scales of justice, uh, you know, that we all, each of us, I do believe, have to uh, face some form of judgment when we, when we pass on. So, uh, leading to our next incarnation, presumably. Unless we're taking a bit of a holiday, as it were, checking out from the wheel of of rebirth for for a time, but uh, you know, so if Damien Eccles, if he was really guilty and to be held responsible, then it's the same kind of thing with with these mass murderers. And I'm not talking Charles Manson type characters. This is, I mean, th- them as well, of course, but the real mass murders, the people in government who are dropping bombs on, on vill- villages and, and, uh, you know, families, uh, largely in the Middle East, brown skinned people, as George Carlin put it, of course, although now, now they seem to have, uh, the, with the technocracking leading the charge, turn their sights on us. We, the people. We are their latest target. Uh, They might not necessarily want to spell it out all that clearly. And the reason being, of course, is that with any predator-prey relationship, the last thing that the predator wants to do 
is let the their target the prey know that they're going to be uh devoured or disposed of that's the last thing they want them to know so uh, having the prey wake up and realize what exactly is potentially that they will be facing what is in store for them you know that uh not good uh the prey the prey uh, eludes the predator's grasp is is what uh, in that case you would you would find occurring so meanwhile ourselves here <laughs> having having to uh to push back and to fight back and to to fight for our lives and and that's the thing is that in nature any any animal that you find any sentient being uh there's not too many that i know of because i mean if there was you'd think that they wouldn't have evolved or survived to this point but when you are attacked whether you're a little crab or a fish or you know a rabbit or a fox you name it that uh yeah, you've got claws for a reason, I guess, and or cunning, I suppose, able to use your intelligence to to work your way out of a potentially um, life changing uh, experience or encounter, or what have you. So, but there we go yeah often a bit of a tangent that was one of the points that i wanted to bring up here though most definitely this digital holocaust hashtag techno kraken yes i'll say it again hashtag techno kraken you heard it here first folks in the future when people are asking themselves wondering where did that techno kraken business come from uh, trademark jaffy Ryder. And then, uh, you know, the WPRPN, the People's Pirate Network, of course. So we've yet to get that on some of our swag, but that is coming up here shortly. That's the plan in uh, in time for the the Operation Secret Santa, uh, the annual Christmas campaign. So, but there we go. That's January. Let's, and then that's, the, you know, dealing with uh, mostly... Social media censorship, just the extreme, uh, heavily handed uh, and, and utterly, utterly un-American uh, way that, that so many of these outfits operate, frankly. Just really you know, quite, quite telling, and they're, they're definitely showing their true colors. Whether they're caught on camera, as so many have been, from within the the likes of the Google Corporation, uh, YouTube, or you name it, and then of course they can always come back at you with any with any claim whatsoever, whether it's hate speech, medical misinformation, harassment, and bullying. They've give, they've 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 done all of these things. They've they've pulled all of these uh, attempted to to paint us with this brush in numerous instances and we we simply ask them well where exactly can you show us this having occurred 
you know, let's get a timestamp here and so that we can amend our ways and, uh, or at least see what's going on and, and take things from there. They never do. They, they, they never do. Uh, it's the same with everyone too. So that's just how awful they are, frankly. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, main, main offenders really. Although now what we're seeing, even with D live, uh, Reverend Jim being, having his channel completely shut down, uh, really quite bizarre. I'm not sure why this was whatsoever, but, uh, be that as it may, we're, we're off here, not in the month of May, but, but February and UFO disclosure agent, Dan Willis. What a great show that was, you know, and, and he's got so much to offer, of course, him, uh, being an ex radio broadcast, uh, engineer and ABC newsman, he was, uh, serving as part of the disclosure project, the, the top secret military witnesses who testified at the 2001 National Press Club in Washington, D.C. And that, as I recall, was just a couple months before the uh, very uh, unfortunate and earth-shaking events of September 11th. So uh, the, ma- the webmatrix.net is his website. And all people have to do is simply check out the link that we have to offer here. In fact, we've already shared it earlier above in the, in the, the restream chat. So we'll do it here though. One more time for the folks over on Facebook, because that has to be done in a separate way altogether or else they don't get anything, unfortunately. Uh, but Joshua Allen Huckle talking about how he likes Preston Dennett's books and research. There we go. That's, uh, that's good to hear. So, uh, Preston Dennett. Yeah, I think he's been a central player in the, in the world of ufology for quite some time now. Uh, Augie knows speak of the devil. Hey, Augie. Great to have you on board. And I'm pretty sure as we continue along here that, yeah, we, we in fact did have Augie once again and Nori on board in a feature uh, show capacity. So we'll get to it here eventually. But in the meantime, Winnipeg Alt Media uh, spokesperson Todd Ian McDougall on February 12th. That was episode 215, 216, Pleiadian Starseeds, Soma Ara. Uh, that was on February 19th. She's got a whole a great little bio uh, synopsis here for people to take a look at. Uh, you know, she suffered a, a highly traumatic childhood. She's authored, I think, a number of books now, if I'm not mistaken, as well, too. Taken on, uh, born Carol Noonan, taken on this this new identity of Soma Ara, and uh, claiming to have undergone a series of profound spiritual experiences. So, uh, to the point where she's 
even been able to supposedly channel the Pleiadians and met uh, met Jesus as well too. Where on the astral plane? And uh, oh, so I was hoping that you met him on Ruku. That would have been great. Where's Ruku? Is that star- within the Star Wars franchise kind of world? Or no, what? Ruku is a cool platform you can download on your phone or you put it on TV and you can watch like channels and and programming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have that? Ruku. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. All right. So I guess <laughs> that, that that is a pretty good joke, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. Hey, listen, which reminds me. I'd like to, if possible, get the rabbit punched gang to drop by this coming year. Have you guys featured at some point along the way? If uh, you'd have to bounce that off your team, of course. Uh, Spud Goodman. <laughs> How could you forget a name like that? Eh? So, and uh, I'm not sure you got a couple others there that uh, helped to make up. Gerald Holcomb and uh, TJ, the producer, great guys. Uh, Spud is an icon over uh-huh. in uh, his own bubble, which is uh, the north side of the world of the U.S. Uh, a lot of folks know about Spud Goodman, which I was shocked when I first met him. I was like, oh, I've heard the name, right? and I, I've heard some of the podcasts, but I wasn't aware as how big it was until I spoke to my buddy out of sight, and he was like, Spud Goodman, because he's from Spokane, Washington. He's like, my God, man, he's an icon out here. Everybody loves Bud Goodman. I'm like, legit? Cool. So, shout out to him. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can make that happen for you. Is he a professional comedian by chance? Well, with a name like Spud Goodman, <laughs> he better be. Because, <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, yeah. There's a bit of a potato angle to the whole thing, too. Let's not forget. You can easily see that. Maybe that's, a, he. you know, he eats a lot of potatoes. That's what makes him happy. Could ah, be, I don't know. Like that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the next week, February twenty sixth, episode two thousand. <laughs> I wish two 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 hundred and seventeen. The Infinite Imaginarium. So, uh, we had both Satori D and Meg Boardman, who were featured during that show, and. You know, just talking about the Infinite Imaginarium, it is a decentralized, open-sourced, multimedia mosaic and artistic collective consisting of programmers, artists, musicians, shamans, visionaries, and just plain old everyday people. Bottom line, we're here to play and make magic happen. So, yeah, Satori D and Meg Boardman, you know, Two people who actually I was hoping would join us once again for the uh, show that we had put together just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Minds.com, the the Great Migration. But unfortunately, they they didn't, uh, there were no shows, the two of them. We had uh, Missy Nomer. Six nine, and I think DK DK Spiracy as well too. Speaking of which, if he's still around, why don't we bring him on? Now would be about the time, I guess. But uh, yeah, you know, kudos and and shout outs to both. Uh, well, to to Meg, of course, and Satori, 
wishing them well. Unfortunately, they weren't able to make it, uh, but definitely great to see the way that Missy Nomer and now there's DK and I, who else did we have? There's somebody else. I have to go back and, and check uh, check things out. So, uh, you know, I'm also just to let people know I'm I'm operating right now with two sets of glasses, literally wearing two pairs of glasses, thinking of how I can come up with a patent for what we have here. Not that it probably hasn't already been attempted, but we need to, well, this is the way we do, things have to be uh, done, basically, unfortunately, because of my eyesight. We have a television screen about eight feet in front of us, basically. And so uh, that and the keyboards that are here quite close to me and one pair of glasses just doesn't do it. We got we need something that helps with the uh, with the far sighted end of things. It's something that assists with when you're looking at things more closely. So uh, we're gonna get to DK Spiracy here in just a moment or two if we can if we can manage that. And but before before we do, Joshua Allen Huckle here is talking about Sophia the robot. Ah. Interesting, a team player. Mm, gotta love that, huh? How you know? Last thing you you want to be known as, of course, is some kind of rebel, rebel hashtag, rebel scum. I love using that hashtag from time to time. You know where it seems appropriate. Hashtag rebel scum. Uh, typically, where I'm, I'm, I guess you say, how does Kaiser put it? Punching up, punching up, punching down, punching left, punching right. I think I kind of get that now. This this whole, you know, over the it's been a real learning experience and a major learning curve for me personally, just to better familiar familiarize myself with the uh, culture war, the context to things, the the players, the personalities, all of the the top issues, of course, the the, the themes. Uh, what what people what what's the fighting all about exactly, and and what does this mean to be to punching up, down, left, or right? Uh, you're uh, yourself. You're up. You're 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 familiar with that, aren't you, Angel? You're clear on how that works, or you want? Is there anything you'd care to to clarify here for our listeners on that front, or anything else that we've covered here in the last few minutes? While I work on trying to see if we can get DK Spiracy on board. Um, no, you did a pretty good job. Actually, speaking of uh, Kaiser, um, has he been at all in, uh, in contact with you? Because every time he tries to call me, he's like in the middle of me, like starting a show or in the very beginning of an intro of a show or yeah, and I'm like, dude, call me when I'm not on a show. Unless you want to be on the show, and he's like, "No, nah, man, I just want to shoot the shit," and I'm like, I, "I'm well aware of that." But if you call me as my show's about to start and I'm doing the intro, I can't exactly stop to like say, "Hey, what's up, dude?" You know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, no, have not, have not, uh, have not. I've heard from him. 
maybe a, a couple of weeks ago, actually, he's he's someone that you exactly like you uh, what you're getting at. He's he just uh, pops up from out of the blue at the most peculiar yeah. times, and and uh, it's it's hard to to know when when you're going to hear from him next, but. No, we love and to he get him. Appears, by the way, also he did that on us. He like he just took a few weeks off without telling me, and I'm like, where the hell is this guy? Did he like fall off the face of the earth? Did he somebody like the men in black get to him? Or and then he just like four weeks later he comes back. He's like, I'm back, and I'm like, I didn't know you left. You didn't tell me anything. And well, this one who was doing a show on the network, so I'm like, you got to kind of tell me these things, there, guy. And well, uh, you know, we did reference super soldiers earlier, and he is someone who has, and he's very much above board with the whole business too, from his being stationed in Afghanistan to the private, you know, the contract work that he's done over the years to the point where some of the, the operations that he's been involved in, uh, have a, I guess, you know, classified type nature and he can't talk all that much about uh, you know he's he's made that quite clear so he's a great guy but he's also he's also he's he's, uh he's got a spooky type spooky type character uh, about about him and all that he's involved in as well too let's not kid ourselves so uh, but our door is always open to Kaiser. He knows that he's he's welcome to join us at at any time. Pretty much that he that he feels or is inclined. Just so long as you say, uh, Angel, it's not in the middle of something that's completely uh, ir- not <laughs> irrelevant or has nothing to do with what he's all about or what he's wanting to discuss. So let's hope that's not the case with DK Spiracy this go around. We did manage to uh, bring him on board here. So assuming that you've got a few decent talking points you'd like to add to the, the mix here, DK. and, and... Uh, I've, got, I've got quite a few, unfortunately, that are very recent. And actually personally happened to me, so it's not even saying, ah, I found this online. Well, what we're supposed to be doing right now is actually recapping uh, and then covering the the year as it was in review as to the feature shows that we managed to produce over the year 2021. However, if you've got something that is like breaking news and you would like to get out to a wider audience, uh, by all means, you know, feel free. Let's hear it. Yeah. As, yeah, I was trying to stick to like what your topics were, but yeah, this is one thing I did want to get out first of all. Anyway, I could cover like a million things, but yeah, this is the one thing. So, um, do you realize how many people have recently had their accounts actually suspended on Daylight? Not just banned for 30 days, not banned for a week. You actually realize how many people have had their accounts banned on Daylight? So shut down and suspended? No, no idea yep. what's going on. What, what the hell, what is going um, on? I know of three personally, and I'm one of them. I was okay. allowed back on after my 30-day ban two nights ago. Mm-hmm. I lasted 20 hours before they suspended my account. Yeah. The title of my stream is 
I'm playing nothing copyrighted. Right. They banned me for copyright. Yeah, but the words copyright is copyrighted. So no, no, but I mean, they banned me for playing copyright <laughs> material. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I get you. <laughs> but they bl they banned me for for playing copyright material without me playing copyright copyright material. The message I sent back to them was, I think, quite well worded. I sent back. I can actually go look it up because I actually screenshot the stupid thing, but I can't be bothered. But it was something along the lines of what exactly was I playing that was copyrighted? I even titled my stream, Nothing I Play is Copyrighted. If yeah. you are the cute yeah, if you are the accuser, the burden is on you. Have you improved that I played something copyrighted? I will accept your judgment. If you can't, you better let me back or legal procedures ensue. Legal proceedings. Yeah, that's that's kind of tricky, isn't it? So you, you played nothing copyrighted whatsoever. Nope. I was playing shit off my own Telegram channel. Yeah, that's yeah, but but with the, by other artists though, because that would be copyrighted. No, no, no music, no nothing. Dude, I play videos. You know, uh, well, I hope you know what sort of stuff I play. I'm still on, I'm still streaming on Twitch. Well, look at this way. I use restreams. I started on D Live when they banned uh -huh. me. I went on to tri uh, tw uh, Trovo when they, they banned me. I went on to Twitch. Still using restreams. Then Trovo completely banned me. So I was only on Twitch and DLive. DLive keeps banning me for 30 days. I've got over 800 hours streaming on Twitch. And what are we today? Saturday for me. Two days ago. Two, sorry, three days ago, Twitch offered me affiliate. The day after that, I was allowed to stream again on DLive. Within 20 hours, DLive had banned me. I'm still streaming the same thing on Twitch. Like I'm using restreams. The same thing is on both of those platforms. DLive banned me within 20 hours while Twitch is offering me affiliate. Okay, but what exactly are you playing, though? I'm playing stuff they don't like. But to be honest, at the time, I was playing... Um, was it uh, Stanley Kubrick's confession about the NASA space landing, uh, NASA being a joke? I was just playing, like, yeah, the crazy conspiracy oh, stuff well, that I play. Question. Yeah, is uh, I mean? Was, and you know well, what my name well, is? Like, and you know yeah, what my question name question is? About that real quick. Was that, oh, no, my question. Was that part of, like, a documentary or something? No, no, it was just one segment, and it was just him. Confessing that he did it. I have it on I Telegram. That. Yeah. But was it part of a documentary originally? Like, did somebody put um, that as a documentary? Oh, well, see, this is what I said. I asked Twitch this. I said, if you can prove that anything I played was copyright, I will stand by your judgment, sweet ass. But if you can't, then let me back on, or legal proceedings will ensue. Yeah, like I actually did say that. So if they, if they can prove it, they can say this is out of a document. This is uh, out of a documentary that was actually copyrighted. 
So it is. The, they yeah. are the accuser. The burden of proof is on them. It's yeah. not up to the accused to prove they're not guilty. It's so up to that's the a major who issue. Accuses you to prove you are. See, innocent how, to proven guilty. How did you? Uh, how, yeah, well, that's what we'd like to think at least. How did you pick up the affiliate uh, status? So on Twitch. Yeah, how did that happen? Ah, uh, just dude, I've been using restreams. And it's just been my backup channel. So most of the time I was on Twitch, but it was always, ah, sorry, most of the time I was on DLive, but every time I got banned, I jumped back on Twitch. So it's actually just been running for a long time with almost no one watching it. And it got to the point where I actually started thinking, I think I actually started saying out loud on the stream, but damn it, since I've been playing for like 740 hours, but my average viewers are like 2.6. And at least I get it to like an average of like three, uh, you know, three viewers. Then I can't be affiliate. Like that was the only criteria of the four things they had. And after me, like, I don't know, having a bit of a bitch about it, like while I was streaming. And it was two, three days later, they messaged me and said, hey, we'd like to make you affiliate. Mm. Well, this is fascinating. Something that we've definitely had to endure ourselves here. We've been targeted repeatedly. Uh, Fakebook has us clearly shadow banned. We cannot even tag our friends anymore oh, yeah. oh, via our content. That they block us from uh, tagging our I'll, friends. I'll be, I'll be nice. Like usually, I'd be like a lot more abusive. But there's several platforms that are just completely out of control. And there's several more that are hitting that way. Did you hear that Jack the fact, Dorsey the fact stepped down? Already on Twitch as well as a bonus. Just uh -huh. make sure you tell everyone on D Live, like, keep posting your Twitch link. If yeah. I get taken down here, uh -huh. here's where you go. Right. You know, make sure that people have somewhere to go before it happens. Yeah. Don't wait till it's yeah. too late. Because if your account suspended, you can't actually even go back on the yeah. channel and type anything. Oh, I know. I know. Just we, gone. Yeah. Not, not, see, yeah. band is one thing. Band is one thing. You can still go back and type shit. Yeah. Account yeah. suspended means it's gone. I can't even go mm -hmm. back. My account is gone. All I right. can't talk to anyone. So we're in an hour and a half right now, actually, which is the time that we typically allot for our Friday night feature shows. Saturday here in Asia, DK, of course. It's about, uh, well, uh, what the hell are we looking at here? 230 Five in the afternoon, soul time, probably six or seven thirty. Yeah, six thirty here, bud. Yeah, yeah, that's 633, right. Six thirty-three, actually. But I hate we're only... time every time I look at it. That's it's always good. fucked up numbers. Six three three, good numbers. Yeah, but I know. At... every time I look at the clock, it screwed up numbers. The last time I looked at it today, it was four four four. We're at Mart. We're in at March right now. Basically, we got to get to the end of the year, and we can't. Uh, uh, you know, beat a dead horse here. It's great that we've we've had you be able to drop in and share your story and and someone that clearly now you've talked about this. We can we can um, help to remind our listeners that you you are being treated quite unfairly. Is oh, what it's, 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 not, it's, so, it's not about me. Like like you don't get what I'm asking. Everybody. Doing. It's everybody. not it's not about me. It's about anyone who streams. Yeah. 
realize that there's many platforms that are actually about to screw you over. Right. Well, we got to move on. So restreams is free. Yeah. Yeah. Restreams is free and offers you 30 different platforms that they accept straight away. And for your free account, you're allowed to pick five. Twitch, DLive, and YouTube are amongst that 30 you're allowed to pick. Right. Actually, I, I yeah, there's, rec- there's I, 10 I free that you can pick. I YouTube or DLive anymore. But they you are can pick up to 10 on Restream, the by the way. And a right? question about this, uh, you can pick up to almost 10 on a Restream. I use uh, at least 10 of the free platforms. Uh, question, though, on this kind of group of things. upgrade, you're allowed lots more. Yeah. No, no, no. I have the, I have the, DK, DK. Slow down a second. I have the free restream.io, and I use ten platforms for free. Now, that's uh, beside the point. Uh, the question I have about the Stanley Kubrick is that the video that has him with a beard and he's talking about uh, how they faked the moon landing. Is that the video you're playing? When did yeah, the one that's beard. one week before he died. Oh, right, no, that really? video wow. that video is copyrighted by another podcaster, and I've seen uh, the video. It? it is copyrighted uh, by another podcaster. See? He if even signed an exclusive with them. But you have to understand that he signed it. He signed oh, the judgment. That's what I said. But I here, said they don't have to. This is common knowledge. He signed an exclusive. They even say it on the video. I've seen the video. Uh, not on the one I have. Mine so is this is this why Reverend Jim? Is this why I, Reverend Jim was getting shut down too then because of all the music he was playing? That's copyright. Uh, that probably is the they reason. They don't ban yeah. anyone from music. They ban anyone from saying things they don't want people to hear. It's not what? the music. Like you can, well, I could stream I music videos all day, which are copyrighted, and never be in shit. But if I start streaming videos that talk against the narrative, they're looking yeah. for everything they possibly can to try and ban me could be hey listen last question we got to keep moving on here but what is that uh, term that you used i think once you told us about it the non-transitional content or something like that Uh, yeah that was uh that was about what's the term what's the term again there's a particular term that was five five bands ago on (laughs) dlive non-transitional content Really, that's I mean, what they if call. If you're it, playing just... someone else's content, and you don't have your microphone on at least, and you're talking through it and making comments, yeah, then you're just playing someone else's shit, and that's a new yeah. thing they've made up. But the the one that I got banned for, not this last one. This last one they just said copyright, so maybe that Stanley Kubrick one. You could be right. I said if they prove it, I'll accept the judgment. But they haven't, and I'm pissed off. They haven't responded. But the two times I've been banned before that are for breach of copyright, for not forwarding to DLive everything I planned on playing in advance. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's I really quite. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I stream twenty four seven. I stream twenty four seven. Yeah. Well, maybe. Um, hey, listen. Am what? I going to stream the new thing I'm finding tomorrow? How am I going to send that to them in advance for them to approve it? It's a it's 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 insane. I know. Hey, listen, let's uh, let's think about maybe having you back in the new year uh, for a featured show of of some kind, of course. Uh, and unless you want to drop in during the the Operation Secret Santa uh, 
you know, the Christmas campaign, which is always a lot of fun. You're welcome to do so. Uh, I, need, but, I need to look into more of it. I don't, I don't really know enough about it. About like, what? Um, I'm like about your secret center campaign. Well, you have to click, you have, like, you have to click can on you, the link. Can you actually like outline it a bit better for me? So well, I understand well, maybe we, some of your well, listeners do too. We got to keep it moving along. We will share the link though. Uh, we, and just go, there's a link right easily available via our main website and it lays things out as best we're able to manage so that's what we encourage everyone to take a look at it is a it's it's a pretty big deal as far as the moving parts are concerned it is nothing whatsoever this is the main thing first right off the bat to emphasize and explain to people uh, most have heard of uh, secret santa with respect to the either office or home base type um, exchange of gifts between friends where you pull names out of ha- out of hats and, and and go about doing things that way this is nothing like that whatsoever so that's the first thing people have to get out of their their minds their thought processes it's uh something where we are really remolding refashioning and you could say rebranding in some ways but uh, we're we're basically improving on what uh, has been done in the past. We're bringing it up a level or or two at least, and working on expanding and optimizing really with the human potential so, here. Bas- basically, reclaiming ideas that have been twisted. Yes. By the evil people in the first place. Well, kind of, yeah. Not twi- they've just been they're they're cheapened. They're cheapened. Like, watered, altered. We can do better. We, we can do better is what we're saying. So yeah, as I mean, that, yeah, we're take yeah. we're reclaiming. Yeah. Oh, you are sorry. Re- you are reclaiming. No, we, we are things right. that they have tried to make just a stupid capitalistic yeah. Yeah. office fucking thing. Well, that's the way yeah. we've been programmed, right? So we're we're saying no, we can do a better job. Watch what watch watch this. Check out what we're what, how we're going about uh, addressing this, and and t- pass the word on. Tell your friends, family, and co. Oh, you know, yeah, no, I like it. Once I wrap my head around it, I actually liked it a lot more. That's why check. I said I actually explain it a bit. Yeah, check I, thought, I did link. actually think it was just like a silly secret center thing. No, no, no. You no, explained no, it just no, now. No. Yeah, I'm no, not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the first yeah. thing you have, people have to. Yeah. Really... See, that's why I wanted you to actually explain it online. For yeah, we don't have time to get into it right now. Check out the link; it's there in the live feed. Thank yeah. you so much, uh, DK, for dropping by, and we'll get you booked in for next year. Maybe see you during the course. <laughs> of the next year, isn't fuck off till next year. Fuck no, 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 no. We'll, <laughs> well, maybe no. Hey, it's up to you, man. You're it's the only one. a few weeks away, bro. You're the you vote with we vote with our computer mice. So if you're around and you're saying, you know, Jaffe, hey, come on, I'm want to call in. Uh, dude, you know, I'm, then, I'm on Twitch, so I see nobody you else. Hey, nobody else live calling on in. Twitch. So yeah, no, so I see on, every right? time you pop up live on Twitch, uh, you just need to t- yeah, you need to check your Twitch chat because I, I have yeah, been no, completely banned from D Live and have yeah, no yeah. more extra email accounts. Yeah, yeah. I can't we jump got, on D Live and chat with you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. We're off to March here then, of course, and the the, the month of March. I guess we can have DK hang out here. You can uh, add some chat commentary to the text end of things. But if we get you 
engaged here with the with the, the conversational end of things, we could be we could be uh, <laughs> things will could could run for quite a few more hours than what we'd like to basically. So keep it moving along, Jaffe, is what people are telling us here in the comment section. So thank you for your your feedback. March, uh, we kick things off with Henrik Burnside Thornton, someone that has been a great personality and, uh, well, I don't know, confidant, uh, a brother in arms, really, more than anything here in the fight for freedom, uh, justice, and liberty, uh, among other things. But yeah, out of Chicago, USA. Him and uh, Scooby, of course. I think I'm not sure if Scooby lives in Chicago himself or not, but uh, it was great to have him drop by, talk about various projects he's a part of. I don't think we really got into the whole Reiki business, but uh, longtime resident of Chicago, USA. His passions include cosplay, independent film, the culture wars, stand up comedy, and all things Kekistan. So there we go. Click on the March 2021 link we provided uh, you in the restream end of things, and you'll be able to um, follow right along with us here in real live time, if you so choose, uh, dear listeners. Veronica Bartolini, she was uh, who we had up next, and uh, psychic super soldier Veronica Bartolini out of Tucson, Arizona. Uh, super I remember that episode <laughs> Secret space program member So yeah, anything you like to say about that Angel and go ahead uh, Keep it brief All I will say is That was a very interesting episode And she's great She's gone off the radar now on More or less She's taken a bit of a time for uh, I think she's had back surgery Was what she told us actually So yeah, last I heard, she was on uh, another network um, because they snatched her up because I, I couldn't. Uh, but uh, she ended up on, um, well, the uh, network that belongs to, uh, you know, a certain person's ex. I'm not going to mention names, uh, but she ended up working with them. I don't know what that ended up like because I, I don't follow that network. Uh, but I know that she went there for a while. So she might still be doing the shows there. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think speaking of getting blocked by people, the I, the, the person that you're alluding to there, the the male figure, uh, he's 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 blocked me in in social media pretty much as as well. Really strange, uh, uh, interesting that he would choose to take those those measures. And once again, these are the kind of people when they, they do these things and then they never tell you why they don't even have the decency to say like, well, if they're having a problem with something that you're doing, you know, you would think that the people would have the decency to say, Hey, if they do have a problem, just to just be clear and upfront and then maybe you could work it out. But nope. Not, not um, I don't know, but I know that uh, Penny is on that network also with him. Yeah, so well, that's that what I'm saying. Work. Reach yeah. out to her on our behalf, if you would, and ask her 
what do you have a problem with Jaffe? What's going on? He he seems to think that you've blocked him because uh, that's what Facebook is telling us. Like I said, with William Ramsey, we sent him an email and he cleared things up for us saying, no, that he just he 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 deleted his Facebook and was no longer having anything to do with them for whatever reason. So that's one that why we'd like to reconnect with him in the new year and uh, see where things stand on that front. Now, can I add a wee bit more? Oh, Christ almighty. Jesus Christ. You know, keep it uh, short. You know, we do, we do, by, we do um, reserve the right to actually not just have you in the wings here as, as uh, helping out with the chat end of things exclusively, but to, to uh, remove people from calls. So just keep it brief. If you would DK, go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I was trying to, I was trying to follow up. You just like sidetracked me a little bit. Sorry, but, um, so what I was getting at is the people that are getting censored and everything everywhere. The thing that I've noticed is there's actually people behind the scenes. There's people who are friends with all the people that have been getting censored. On both sides of all dramas and arguments, there's people that have suddenly started turning up everywhere. Pay attention to like names that you don't recognize and who's friends with who and who they're friends with that has been banned. Right. Be, yeah. Yeah. Like that's just, that's it. That's well, like, that was all I not, wanted to say. Not, and not only that, but also who's blocking you and who's friends with them kind of deal along the lines of what you're yeah. talking about. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because but that's, that's, what, that's, that's what a little more obvious. That's a little more obvious and stupid. The smart ones in charge aren't making it that obvious. They're actually well, pretending that they like you. They'll turn up on your DLive channel and donate and then go and report you so you don't think it's them. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Pretty sneaky. Speaking of which, we do have some donations coming our way. we got to give a shout-out to these people. Sorry for not having gotten to you until just, just now, of course, folks. But scrolling up, we are seeing that we've got uh, Northeast Native is... Uh, ah. they're hosting us actually over on, on Hi, Northeast. Hey, native, bro. I actually know that dude. He's yeah. Well, we, and we're happy to host them whenever they do pop up on our feed. We got no problem was, with that whatsoever. I, I was subbed to him before I got banned. I'm sorry. I was subbed to, to native before I got banned. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, there, there we go. So, but yeah, we're gonna, we gotta get focused back on just what we're trying to cover here. Uh, as far as the uh, the the show schedule is concerned, uh, DK. So we're gonna uh, actually help him to find his way out the door there. So anyone else is free to call in for just a couple of minutes, but we don't like to keep it any more than than just just uh, two or three five minutes at most. I think we, DK was on board there for geez, that was that was quite a while, but. It was great information that he provided, of course. So don't don't get me wrong. Uh, it's just that I'm I'm bad enough as it is with my uh, ADHD, uh, non-diagnosed ADHD. I, I I really am someone who uh, I, I love to uh, stray off into all sorts of different directions and get completely distracted. Lumberjack Steve 388, thank you so much for the the diamond that you that you dropped us here via 
uh, D Live. We haven't had any problems with him. He's been a great supporter of the of the show uh, and really appreciate that. Talking about the doors, going back to this business of LSD, uh, they were heavy into that particular uh, substance. Uh, I know that I did my fair share back in the day as well, too, and got to the point where I simply much preferred mushrooms wherever I was able to uh, find that they were being presented to me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I didn't like either one, to be honest with you. I, I've done both when I was in my 20s, um, late teens, early 20s. Well, I did you do it for fun or did you do it? Do you approach it on a spiritual basis? Uh, no, it was mostly for fun. Uh, well, just hanging out with the wrong crowd. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they, it, it was fun, but it, it just, uh, I didn't like the body trip, uh, for LSD, for example, the way your body feels, um, the visuals well, were cool, but the body feels wasn't that great. The shrooms, uh, you know, tasted like cow poo, which comes out of cow poo. Um, I will say this though, uh, George, uh, Rodriguez, rest in peace. Uh, used to get like really killer shrooms and he gave me uh, some for free ones. So he would grow them also oh, yeah. independently, not on cow shroom, on cow poo. Right on. Um, I'm, I'm sure he used fertilizer or whatever, but. He gave me um, shroom balls, which he made himself uh-huh. with chocolate, and uh, I, I, that was the last time I did shrooms. I was like seven years ago, and they were great. I mean, I had a fantastic uh, trip, but again, it doesn't do anything for me. Like I, I've never been a big LSD or shroom fanatic uh, personally. So, all right, well, there we go. Yeah. Maybe something we can follow up on. Uh, some point in the future, including the fact that there has been a, even a book written talking about uh, Jesus, uh, the mushroom and the cross. John Allegro, who is one of the early Dead Sea scholars, actually, uh, the conclusion that he seemed to come to that Jesus was a magic mushroom. <laughs> what? Well, Jesus <laughs> was a hippie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. anyways. He wore a robe, he walked around in sandals, had long hair and a beard. That's a uh-huh. hippie. I'm well, sorry. he was, yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty hippie. I think there's no doubt about that. Okay. So where are we March? Uh, well, and uh, shout out to our friends and supporters, listeners out there, bilge pumper, just donating a diamond. So he's someone who is, uh, well, we, we, we referenced earlier in the show, of course, he's been a big supporter of what we've been doing, uh, over the past little while. And, can't say enough good things about the guy. So, and really, really up to speed on a lot of pretty esoteric issues that I find quite, quite profound, as with a lot of people uh, who have time to reflect upon these things. Very intriguing, uh, interesting, uh, to put it mildly. But there we go. Yeah, North Northeast native, Lumberjack Steve, Bilge Pumper, among the... Oh, we're up to as many as 10 people just over on uh, DLive itself. So uh, Twitch, a little different story, working on building up our presence over there a little more, picking up uh, a number of, of, well, connecting with a few new friends here along the way. And we'll hopefully have time in the, as we take next week off, 
to build up to the the scheduled date of the 15th where we kick off the operation secret santa campaign and there's just so much to cover here logistically we've done this this is our seventh year of course and you've got to reach out to so many people as it is and uh in the end only a certain percentage even show an interest just in showing up let alone you know participating in any uh, really major way whether it's calling in making donations um sending us news via their community what's taking place uh via your part of the world um is there is there anyone that you've been able to help out uh, help out with who resides close to where you are whether it's food clothing medicine household items utilities you name it you know that's what the that's largely what the campaign is is all about is just that one time of year whether you're a christian whether you're a pagan whether you're an atheist it doesn't matter christmas means you're worshiping jesus no, no, no. It means it, it, well. You could do it. That's that's one thing it means. Sure, go ahead and worship Christ if that's if that's what gets you off. You know, if that's what really uh, turns you on. Uh, or there's the pagan element to things as well too. Let's not kid ourselves. And we're always happy to get into that. Not a problem. And, and we also like to call out the atheists too, who, you know, our our way of looking at it is prove to us that you're not the Grinch type people that so many others really think you are and you know that had the impact and effect on somebody who has remained nameless uh for a couple years now but they made a donation to us just a day or two after i think it was two years ago now the campaign wrapped up it was the tune of five hundred dollars and that just blew us away because that really it just did so much as far as uh, because what we do of course is we 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 pledge our support to people who are struggling really they're at the the end of the rope and if you can help folks out to the tune of 50 or even a hundred dollars as we do from time to time and then challenge uh, your listeners to either meet or beat those levels after they vetted these individuals, of course, knowing that they're they're worthy people and and individuals, perhaps even with their families, uh, to support that it it just it really it, in some uh, you know it can be a life changing experience for uh, these these people uh, to the point I know where we've had folks who have really been down the dumps, super almost suicidal, frankly. And you, we've all heard how Christmas is that time of the year, not only of joy and, and merriment uh, celebration, of course, but the darker side of things, too, with people being isolated and alone, especially now with Corona. Let's, uh, let's be real. And, yeah, suicide is a major issue this time of year. And... What I, I'm no expert in, in the field, but uh, we're just doing whatever we can to 
to connect with folks around the world and maybe help to lift their spirits a little bit where uh, that's uh, in any way possible. So, uh, yeah, you know, we all work magic. There's no doubt about that. We all work magic. And what it is in the end is is anyone's guess, but everything has an impact of some kind or another. Well, coming from a person who uh, failed to commit suicide twice, uh, me, um, I'm still here, so I'm a failure at that. No, I've never heard about this, dude. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. In 2016, uh, shortly after my mom passed, I uh, tried to commit suicide twice. Well, how how'd you do yeah. that? What how, what did you how did you go about trying to do that? Uh, one, I well, it, it actually, when you think about the optics, it's pretty funny. Uh, I tried hanging myself um, from a chandelier that we had in the living room, and uh, I put a, a rope around the chandelier, put it around my neck, and then I jumped from a chair down, and uh, the chandelier broke. Came down, everything broke on top of me, and I went right <laughs> to the ground. And and then I realized, oh, I guess I'm a little bit too tubby for that chandelier. It couldn't handle me. And uh-huh. so that failed. And then the next one was I uh, took my car, and this was like a like a couple weeks later, almost a month later. I was uh, a little bit in, in, inebriated, and I was really down on, on the dumps because it was, you know, just uh, running through my mind. What I've witnessed when my mom passed. And I started driving on the wrong side of the road on purpose to see oh, somebody who hit me. Oh, God. And everybody, like, it was like partying the Red Seas. Everybody just like psst, split. And I was like, come on, somebody hit me. And nobody would hit me. And I was like, what the hell? And I tried to go at some drivers. No, nobody they swerved out of the way. It was like weird. It's like I was meant to survive. And uh, then when that happened and that couldn't uh, you know finish the task i was like well maybe suicide is not for me and here i am yeah yeah so yeah it's uh it's i would i would strongly advise against anyone you know really taking i think we've all considered uh, philosophically i know i've looked at suicide from a number of different angles and uh you know now's not really the time to talk about this we'll say this for maybe the christmas end of things not to get bring people down too much you get too depressed about all too i think much, just but, the uh the visual of a fat guy falling from a chandelier trying to commit suicide i think people have a good crack at that so. that's a, that's good movie material actually so it is me. yes yeah i should write that in the script yeah but uh I think it's, I guess, important. We all, why not consider suicide from a philosophical angle, but to to actually go so far as to seriously try purposely uh, ending your life, that, that's pretty, pretty sad. I don't know what to say, really. Pretty pathetic, unfortunately. And the thing is, if people do not have the resources at their disposal, if they don't have support networks, if they have not done spiritual work themselves, taken a good look at themselves in the mirror. Uh, that's why we talk about meditation so often. Meditation as medication. There's a reason those two words, if you look at them, are so similar. I'm not sure if, if how many people out there listening have managed to make that connection, you know, put connecting the dots, but yes, indeed. So 
uh, we're all born with a particular lot in life, uh, a particular time to a particular set of parents, in a particular region of the world, whether male, female, or anything in between, uh, with all sorts of gifts and abilities or or lack thereof, depending on what we're talking about exactly. So um, I guess really the purpose in life is to make the most of those, uh, the strengths that we have and to, to cultivate uh, our, our inner being, uh, awareness, and uh, s- spiritual selves is so important. And to deny that that part of existence is it's it's really sad. It's it's ignorant. Actually, is what it is. It's ignorance, total ignorance. It, uh, it, it, it you know people say that and I've heard that before. But until you're put in that position where you're so depressed that life means nothing to you. Uh, I wouldn't say it's ignorance because, uh, you know, some people are in that position. The thing that people have got to understand is if you don't if you don't have a situation that puts you there, you would never understand it. And you just think, oh, people are just being stupid or ignorant. But something drives people to just want to end it because the suffering is so bad that uh, nothingness feels better than the hurt. Yeah, and uh, I wouldn't say it's ignorant. I, that, that's an ignorant statement, to be honest. I would no, no, you're not, say you're for not, the no, people. The thing is you weren't, well, you no, no, but you're not. No, I understand what you're getting, getting at. But let me finish. The, no, no, I understand. But let me get angel, finish. Angel, 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 hold it. Whose show is it here? Who's the captain of this? this show? I understand that, but it's not, you said but something that was personal. Spiritual. All I'm talking about is looking at ourselves spiritually. That's all it has to do with. Okay. but what I'm saying is ignoring Jaffe. What I'm saying, though, Jaffe, is until a person is in that situation, it's something that you can't really speak on because everybody has their own reason for being uh-huh. in situations. I've been down and out, dude. And I've, I've been down and out, so I can identify. Trust me. Just a bad choice of words. That's all. Well, no, misunderstanding. A total misunderstanding, really, what I was getting. I was talking about... You know, I've been I've been told I've been homeless. Uh, I've uh, had a lot of suffering in my life over the course of things. It hasn't been a total cakewalk, not by any means. I've been, I suppose, lucky in some ways, blessed and fortunate, uh, dare I say privileged. But, you know, the fact is, I, I which is not I, well, that's another issue altogether. Let's not even go there. But, uh, you know, life, life, life's a bitch, man. And the thing is, if you got to be tough, you got to be strong, and that's from a largely from a spiritual sense. Not physical is another another avenue altogether. Obviously, not everybody's spiritual. That's the thing, Jaffe. And but, uh, you're, well, thinking no. one, well, you're thinking about one. You're about one path. Not everybody is spiritual. Some uh, people don't no, believe in no. the spiritual all, realm. But the thing is, I dis, I kind of d- disagree. I want to keep things moving along because this has, I don't think, too much to do with the month of March per se either. And we're way behind as we were last time uh but no i think we all we all are uh, we have a spiritual uh aspect you or think element but or not and, everybody and is just because you believe one thing doesn't mean everybody's uh-huh. like well, i think it's largely because they deny it they they're they're denying that uh, part of themselves which that's if that's their choice i guess it feel free to deny it. it's just it's it's kind of a dark nihilistic 
like a black hole and you can drink yourself into oblivion. I know a lot of people do. Alcohol is a depressant. That's a classic way of doing things, unfortunately, with, with the drinking. I've, I've, I've uh, grew up having seen this all, all around me. And that's why I'm, I just am not a fan of alcohol whatsoever. But there's, there's other things that we do. Sometimes we're our own worst enemies. Oh, all too often, in fact, we are our own worst enemies. So we've got to learn how to stop beating up on ourselves is one of the things. That's one of the big things to stop, to learn to stop beating up on ourselves. There's a little voice inside most people's heads. At least there's a conversation that we can have with ourselves. Uh, where that comes from exactly is anyone's guess. That's all part of the that's all part of the journey though, I suppose, to take a close look at what's going on within ourselves on, on that level. So, uh, but we are getting a little bit off talk topic here, if not a, a, a great deal, uh, Veronica Bartolini, super soldier. Yeah. You know, bless her. She did get back in contact with us talking about her back surgery. Uh, you know, she's struggling as with, as with everyone to each of us, to our own, degree of course and and uh magnitude as it were but uh uh these super soldier characters have uh, i just don't know what to make of the whole thing so it's uh it's up to the public to decide ultimately we can we can follow up on this at some future point go deeper uh take a more a deeper dive into that realm but i haven't had much luck personally it seems to this point as with witches, too, for whatever reason, these these people that claim to be witches, you know, they, they're on the witch kind of trip. And uh, I don't I don't know. I just don't really seem to connect too well with them for whatever reason. I, I I'm if there's any witchy people out there, by all means, you're welcome to join us at some point. Come on board and uh, make yourself known. Maybe we can hit it off and have a good time. Share in a few laughs and and what have you so we're open always open to these to uh you know to, to new experiences of course and and new new ways of approaching things that in the past maybe we haven't haven't done so because of our uh just our attitude wanting to close ourselves off from what uh the the realm of all things possible so after dinner conversation march 19th episode 220 uh that was that was good i had a good time uh, uh haven't really they never got back to us after the show unfortunately so you know some some people we talk to that who behind the scenes it's mostly it seems they're here to uh get their story out and have people uh, drop by their homepage, check out maybe the books that they have for sale and uh, it's kind of hit and miss really with, with the guests. So uh, they're, they're traveling as it is off uh, promoting uh, literacy, I guess around, I think it's Eastern Europe. I was razzing him about being like a CIA asset. I think I might've touched on a raw nerve there. (laughs) Because he'd be a great cover. It's like, yeah, we're just out here in, in Eastern Europe promoting literacy for for communities that are maybe lacking this area. And uh, I don't know. It, uh, maybe that was that was what what did it. Who's really say? But a good show nonetheless. Of course, straight out of Vegas, 
was uh, once again straight out of Vegas. What we had booked there the following week with two return guests, return guests, Penny Bradley and Veronica Bartolini. So a lot of fun with them. Uh, speaking of super soldier characters and the like, in April, kicking things off, the one and only Robert Morningstar. Angel, I know you got a few things to say about him. You've, you've had a, a longer, more uh, extensive relationship with Robert throughout the years. He's, he's very approachable, isn't he? Very likable, very, uh, very, I think, a kind person, you know, uh, thoughtful, generous, you know, and uh, he's really got a, the, the picture here that we've, we got a, a him uh, with a, with a parrot on his, on his shoulder of all things. So of course you're dropping by a, a pirate show. You're going to be having what else, but, uh, a parrot up there for, for the whole world to see. Uh, I'm not sure if you got anything to say about Robert. I, I'm, I, you probably do keep it short. If you would though, please, uh, cause we're, we're here at the, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. Martial artist, uh, UFO, I guess, expert in many ways. Anything more that you, you would, you would add to that really? Uh, you know, he's really, he's we, done the round. Keep it short. Yeah. You know, I mean, it keep it, keep it brief. Guy. Yeah. That, 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 that's all you want to say. All right, fine. Uh, builds pumper chiming in here. Uh, he's, he's, Got a few comments, keeping it relatively brief, but he's he's talking about the ethnobotanist on Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell, uh, who reported the reason why reindeer fly. Ah, yes, A- Anamita muscadia, I believe is what we're talking about there, and that probably goes back to the whole John Allegro. I think it was called The Sacred Mushroom and the Cross. I had the original printing of that book and lost, well, didn't lost, they had stolen actually out of storage back in, back in Edmonton, Alberta, unfortunately. But, you know, these are great lessons in attachment and uh, suffering, degree of suffering that arises from that if you, if you choose to continue to, uh, to hang on to these things. So Terrence McKenna, they, the reindeer, beat you to the mushrooms under the Christmas pine trees, which are the gifts. Ooh, Terrence McKenna, Rip, reported about his large collection of Victorian-era Christmas cards that often portrayed the gifts in mushroom-shaped gift boxes. Wow. So, well, there's no doubt about that, frankly, the... I think the reindeer have been getting high throughout the years up in Finland and elsewhere, eating, consuming this Amanita muscadia, and uh, they're, they're flying all right. But uh, Augie Nose chiming in here, talking about how, yes, Robert Morningstar is one of the few you can start a conversation on any subject, and he is all with you and can speak intelligently on it. Augie, we definitely would love to have you drop back uh, in in the new year and uh, you know reconnect with us. Just an update as to you and uh, hopefully Nori's latest adventures. Of course, all that you've been 
you've been up to. Uh, Rex Bayer. Now, you interviewed him recently. We talked about this earlier. I'm not sure if you heard or not, but uh, I'm not sure. Is it called the Bear Report? Something like that. Either I'm sure Augie knows, and probably even a few of the listeners out there in, in real live time. He's got a great show as it is and really manages to attract a lot of uh, uh, listeners as a big audience. And Augie and, yeah, Nori had him on their show just this past week. So I've got it downloaded here and maybe, you know, ideally it'd be nice to get around to actually listening to it in its entirety this, this weekend. Uh, well, we, we multitask here via South Korea leak project. Thank you. It was on the tip of my tongue. Thank you very much. There we go. Uh, leak project with Rex Bear. So Robert Morningstar kicking things off. Bobby Richardson codes to a new reality. I think it's the second time we had her on board. Author, illustrator of many books. Energies directed at empowering all while opening opening minds to new realities. Um, you know, she was a lot of fun, of course, out of Australia. Very spiritual uh, type individual someone a seeker really a seeker rather than being closed off and as if there's nothing else to know about or learn or to open yourself up to as far as inner realization i suppose uh you know we can get caught completely caught up in everything we we witness and perceive in the outer world but it's that journey within ourselves that really does offer the the greatest rewards so it would seem um it's kind of it's been my experience to a, to a certain degree and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep at it you know as, as best i can it's called a spiritual practice uh much in the same way uh, musical practice legal practice medical practice interesting always working i guess working to this point of of uh of perfection just ultimate uh, achievement i suppose so brooks agnew he was our guest uh, april 16th and what a character he was he's one of the most recognized voices in podcasting for news and analysis of earth and the universe uh a master engineer multi-patented scientist seven time best-selling author world-renowned public speaker and mentor wow yeah he was he was quite something for sure so uh, and we've got everything there once again if you scroll down you can click on the link it'll take you to the bit shoot archive show if you missed it the first time around uh the next week it was the buddha's birthday wasn't the bad boys of Buddhism. They come, uh, they, they were, they appeared a little later on down the road. But uh, Buddha's birthday, honor your scars, angel. They are proof you have lived, is what uh, the, the quote here is telling us. I'm not sure if that's said to be directly from, you know, courtesy of the Buddha or, you know, Shakyamuni. Uh, or, or not, but yeah, it's true. The scars, this, 
the uh, samskara is the Sanskrit term. And, you know, we're scarred every day. There's no doubt about it. So uh, it's a question of whether or not we're, we're strong enough uh, to, to deal with the, the, what we have to, what we have to put up with, what we have to endure. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not always, it's not always easy. There's no doubt about that. That's why I was referring, talking earlier about having a good, uh, quality support network in place, friends, family, coworkers, and, and so on and so forth. People that aren't going to be wanting to stab you in the back so much as to, to lend an ear, I suppose, and uh, lend a hand, uh, maybe offer words of support and, and, and caring, of course, too. Let's not forget. But yeah, the scars can be, can be healed, too. I would, I would imagine, but everything that, that we experience throughout the course of our lives, ultimately it does scar us each and every day, whether from a psychological, mental standpoint, uh, physical, spiritual, you name it. It's really the secret, I suppose, is, is how we're able to process, skillfully process everything that we um, everything that we're faced with, everything that we have to contend, uh, contend with and, and, and deal with over the course of our lives. May 2021, dear God, you know, I'm not sure if we did this, if we, you know, I'm almost to the point now here, Angel, where I'm thinking tomorrow, should we just, should we maybe call in, you know, I'm thinking to hell with it. Let's, Let's, we might have done this last year too. Let's call it a night at June. Okay. That's the sixth month of the year, of course. And let's, let's pick this up on the flip side tomorrow because I want to, I want to do justice to what we've archived here this year because, you know, there's been a lot of time, effort, and energy that's been put into things with our guests, of course, joining us and connecting everyone that's listened and, and added their, their comments and um, found the people that we've booked, the shows that we've done to be of some interest. I've been doing all I can, of course, to keep things sailing as, uh, along as smoothly as possible. And uh, I'm just thinking, like, we'll get to the, let's get to the end of June and maybe return tomorrow night and, uh, you know, produce a, a follow-up part two. To, to what we're doing I here. I can't come on and I produce for Gary Legier. Uh, That's the man okay. But, but you know what? That's okay. That's not a problem. I'll do it on my own. If uh, just to let listeners know that we'll be, we'll be back here tomorrow night. Uh, it's, it's, it's fine. It might be a little, maybe, maybe hey DK, if, if you're on board, if you're around or anyone else there, Joey Boomer, see who's uh, just, you know, dropping in here kind of near the tail end of things. And we were up to around 20 people right across the various platforms there via RN2. So um, great to see. It's a standard kind of numbers, really. Uh, and SoFlo and PSN Radio Angel, what are we looking at exactly? 
Uh, 800 on SoFlo and about 342 on PSN. That's interesting. Those, the numbers, it's great to have any people out there listening, of course, but really strange how, I think it wasn't it this past Tuesday, there was like 3,000 and via one and I think almost like 1,500 courtesy of the, the other outlets. So who knows what, what could be behind the whole thing, but uh, why the numbers fluctuate. Do you have any theories? Uh, I don't know. It's maybe December has something to do with it. No idea. Okay. <laughs> or the fact the fact that some pe- people listening in, it's like, Jesus, this is, uh, why do I want to be spending my time listening to this this guy, you know, prattle on, you know, do an overview of the shows that they've they produced this year, but that's, be that as it may, that's, that's what we're, uh, it's kind of a slow day on both networks today. Oh, I, oh, oh, really? I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There's well, just D- a December issue. Ah, oh, could be, could be sure. That's uh, anyways, DK Spiracy is saying that, uh, that he's still here and restreaming us via Twitch. Uh, and just to remind people that they offered him an affiliate status just a few days ago. I don't know if we have that yet. If we've worked up to that level, we need to get more support over on Twitch. We're slowly building up uh, our presence over there. And, you know, they're definitely tied into the the restreaming end of things. Twitter, Twitch, DLive, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, and you can also, if you want, check us out via just the main website, WPRPN.com. I'm not sure about the comment end of things per se, but you can see everything unfold via the, the, the main, the homepage, uh, as, as we do things here in real live time. So many great shows this year, but very important to keep things moving along, please. <laughs> yes, I agree, J- Janie. Absolutely. So well, apologies for that. We, uh, we're here with the month of May and it was Bob Dylan at 80. What a long, strange trip it's been this week. We uh, celebrate the 80th birthday of one of history's greatest songwriters, musicians, and live touring performers, Bob Dylan. So we had Keith Miles on board. Bob Dylan in London is the project that he helps to oversee. He was a lot of fun, really great guy. Um, We've got all the social media links there available. And... uh, you know, it's possibly someone we could have back on board at a future date. I, I think we we had a good rapport, and uh, he was happy with the way things went, as were we, of course. Open house, open lines next uh, next week. So guess what, folks? This week, well, we're taking that open lines roundtable approach once again. Uh, I'm not sure how that went down exactly. Typically, most open lines that we do, well, there we go. Robert Morningstar, Naroki, and Yvonne, actually, Yvonne Malfon dropped by. We've got it all archived there with uh, their their minds.com links. Something that we need to remain really focused on doing when people do drop by and help us out that you know to get their their link added to the the show notes. So Zen in the car, episode two twenty eight was what we were looking at uh, the next week, of course. Daniel Lewis Crumpton, 
and you know he's got his his uh, Zen in the Car podcast that he puts together on a semi regular basis. So uh, if it's definitely you know people's cup of tea, uh, they check it out and like what they like what they hear, then it's it's well worth their time to to uh, lend more of an ear and see what he has to offer over the long term. Uh, he's one of the leading figures as well, too, behind the Canisense Cannabis Collective, one of our our news shows sponsors, uh, our weekly news segments that we uh, that we share with the world, it's, along with Red Dragon Herbs and Teas, of course, and Cannabis, uh, Canisense Cannabis Collective. Uh, Powder Monkey Radio, well, that was a lot of fun the following week. Yes, indeed, May 28th, episode number 229. And uh, now Patrick is the name that he sometimes goes by, but he is, I think he said Sean. Sean Pino is is also what he maybe more prefers, Sean. Michael might be a name as well, too, if I recall, but... Yeah, PirateInfoWars.com, Powder Monkey Radio. Uh, he asked us for a little, what do you call those things exactly, Angel, when you have, it's kind of like, not bumper music so much as, uh, well, the name just escapes me, there's, a, there's an industry term when you have somebody, you know, that you, you queue up, it's like, hi, I'm, it's Jaffe Ryder here with Pirate Radio Podcast, and you're listening a to the jingle? powder. A jingle? Yeah, that, that's like a ad jingle. Yeah, something like that. You know, it's a, Dr. J, I think, has that. He he runs on a pretty routine basis. Where it's like, hi, this is Art Bell. You're listening to the Dr. J, uh, Dr. J Radio, and then so on. So he's got a few others that you know chime in on a similar. Similar in similar fashion, so it's called an ad jingle or something. Yeah, I used to have I used to have a lot of those um, promo promos. Yeah, for the uh, Jackal said I would have people leave. Uh, uh, you know, their uh, recording would say, uh, "I'm so and so, and now I'm a voice inside the Jackal's head." Exactly. And I, would, I had a lot of famous people actually uh, drop that uh, from Doug Jones, the actor, to John Schneider and. Um, John see. Schneider for Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I met him at uh, Comic Con uh, eleven years ago. And cool. He did a He's cool a really thing. nice guy here too. Really down to earth. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually was laughing at me, almost getting killed with the Incredible Hulk. True story. Oh jeez. Uh, oh god. Oh god. He, I, I want to hear it. We got it. Let's hear it again. Keep it brief. Yeah. Lou, Lou Ferrigno had kind of he. he, he whoa. <laughs> what happened? It's hilarious, isn't it? I, I pissed uh, Lou Ferrigno off at uh, Comic-Con. And, yeah. uh, well, how'd uh, you do it, man? What, what happened? Well, we were doing a, a live remote for SoFlo. Yeah. And me and the uh, cast, well, I wasn't involved, but the producers were. They went to him uh, that first day and tried to see if he would become one of the guests on the show. And he said no, because he has to go through his reps and this and that, and he couldn't do it. Uh, as he had his own table set up, and he's kind of rude about it. Um, they didn't know that he's hard of hearing. I do. 
Yeah. I've been a fan of his for a long time. Sure. And that's why he kind of talks like this because he's hard of hearing. Uh, and when I went up to him the last day, we we're about to do a recording and um, our final recording of the day. And I was just walking around for a little bit and I saw his booth was empty. And I was like, hey, Mr. Fregno, can I get something for the camera? for our recording for later on so we can put it together and, uh, you know, for the fans. And he gave me shit about it. He's like, no, I told your people not to, uh, I don't want nothing to do with you. Uh, and he just went off on me. And I was like, I'm sorry, I guess I didn't hear you properly. I, I must have, I mean, I'm hard of hearing. I don't know, because nobody told me that you're that mad. And uh, he, like, really got upset and got up. And, like, he was, I thought he was going to go and hulk up and his clothes yeah. going to turn off. And then I look at the corner, and John Schneider is like cracking up, right? Uh-huh. And, wow. and uh, Will Shatner was cracking up. Like, there's a bunch of people just laughing. I'm like, oh, I'm about to whoa, get whoa, killed. Whoa, 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 whoa! William Shatner was there too. Oh yeah, yeah. there's a bunch. It's a celebrity corner, so there's a bunch of celebrities in this one area. And uh, Bill Shatner was there. A bunch of people were there. So you go, and, you uh, go to uh, like basically, you're pay how much? Twenty bucks for an autograph for what? They charge you typically for something like that, don't they? So, some more than others, depending on their celebrity status at that point. Uh, I think yeah, for, it was like four ninety nine, uh, four dollars and ninety nine cents because he's a nobody. Uh, he was somebody in the eighties. He's nobody now. Uh, he's a poor man's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what he is. But um, when uh, the person who was with me told me to back up uh, and walk away because I was about to get killed. Um, I tried to act tough and I was like, yeah, man, let me at him while I'm holding my friend in front of me, like for dear life. And, um, I'm, and I, I finally started walking away and I had like half a bar left on the camera that I was using at the time. And I was like, damn it. I have like no footage, right. Uh, or no battery to get footage. And I'm walking away and I see John Schneider, like cracking his ass off. Like he's just laughing. Like, like there's no tomorrow. And I go, what are you laughing at, Josh Schneider? And he goes, man, you're about to get killed by the Incredible Hulk. That's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. And I go, you know what? I have half a bar. Can I get like a promo from you? And he's like, what do you want me to say? And I'm like, just say uh, I'm Josh Schneider from Smallville and I, you're watching PSN radio. You listen to what Jackal said. And he goes, oh, I like the second one. And I'm like, Cool, and then I recorded him saying, "I'm John Schneider from Smallville, and you're watching Inside the Jackal's Head." And I've used that several times. Cool, but I got to talk to him off camera because my camera died as, almost yeah. as soon as I recorded him, and talked to him for like five, ten minutes. He's actually a really sweet guy, real nice guy. Yeah, yeah, I heard nothing but good things about John over the years. So, okay, we're the the month of June here now, where. Uh, kicking things off, top of the month, Jay Widener was a no-show. What happened, Jay? Uh, I think we tried to reach out to him after the fact, and I, I just, ah, it's really strange. I don't know what's going on with Jay. Actually, no, hang on. Let me let me get this straight. This memory serves. He was, ta- he was saying that he was having computer problems, computer problems. And so we just wished him well and hoped that he'd managed to get everything back on track and we'd reconnect, you know, at a future date when everything, everything was, was a go. So, uh, and then a couple weeks later, we noticed that he was doing other shows. So we reached out to him, you know, asking if we were going to be able to 
put something together as with you know what had been as per what had been booked uh just a, a short time earlier and uh i i just i think we didn't hear anything back from him after that unfortunately just nothing so in a sense he's just ghosting us really in a strange kind of way he still puts great comments out on his facebook and he has a lot of uh you know, decent decent things to say and items that we engage and you know we've been nothing but polite with the guy really so i'm not sure what's going on really uh, uh the thing about it though is i t- i'm not the sort of person who tends to to badger or harass people and that if we ask them we'll ask them once if you know to, whether we can do a show, get something put together, a, a booking of some sort. And then if something like this occurs, I'll make the effort, take the time to get back to them again on one occasion and try to set things, set things straight. But if, if they just ignore us, you know, for whatever reason, maybe he, he didn't get the message. Maybe he's getting on in years and not really, uh, being able to remember certain things or maybe for some reason he's got a a pirate type phobia then who's really to say but uh that was the plan we did we did produce a show uh we managed to uh i'm not sure who we had on board exactly i think there was one or two people that helped out as i recall i didn't have to it might have in fact been you angel uh that that was there to to you know be a part of what we had hoped was going to be jay widener joining us that particular week so it worked things all worked out just fine uh in in the end so no no huge loss and and maybe we'll have them on next year we'll just have to see how things go Naroki 5 returned the following week episode 231 someone that we've we've had on several occasions here uh, over the years out of Edmonton Alberta Canada he likes to talk uh, about a whole range of issues really including the so-called the manosphere uh, and red pilling all that that entails the Matrix movies, of course, was something that Angel, you and I were a part of just this past week. Uh, Naroki put together a couple of shows covering The Matrix in depth. Really profound and uh, fascinating. You can tell as you work on peeling back the layers of the onion how much, how much uh, the people who are involved in putting the films together that we that we do see how so often they uh, so much time effort and energy they themselves uh, invest as far as the symbology is concerned Uh, storyline of course the characters and so on and so forth so the Red Pill Nation Hangout, though, is his show, and we would encourage everyone, of course, out there listening, to to check it out. It's it's well worth well worth your time, uh, or or at least to to determine and decide 
for yourselves, whether it's well worth your time. Dr. Joy Pugh, episode 232. She herself, uh, you know, she's, I don't know if you call her a fundamentalist Christian type character or not necessarily, but she's definitely a big time Bible believer and uh, really amazing IQ. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Very intelligent, very capable. Uh, author of multiple books, uh, researcher, radio personality, musician, and uh, a whole host of other things as well. So uh, the list of topics that she is interested in are, are endless here. Ancient history, archaeology, astronomy, and that's just the, those are just the A's. So it's, it's, Unexplained phenomena, Bible prophecy, COVID-19, government control, uh, strange weather patterns, plagues, and electromagnetic anomalies, so on and so forth. The, the list just, just goes on. But uh, And that's, that's a great reason to have her back on, of course, come 2022. Emmanuel Pasteurik, uh, you know, become you know, pretty fast friend of Emmanuel's actually, uh, as with so many people that you connect with via the interwebs, uh, at least my own experience, I find these, these people to be very charming, very likable. Of course, that's a very common trait with, with, uh, any uh, psychopath too. Let's not forget they're, you know, very charming, very, very likable. They, they just, they know how to talk you well, right off your feet or just talk you into a place where who knows what exactly. And, you know, you're most vulnerable, I suppose. And then they, at the predator prey relationship, they strike. So something that we all need to be on guard, uh, for, but Emmanuel himself, you know, he's based out of soul. Once again, a Harvard graduate and, uh, serving as the president of the Asia Institute, a think tank, building bridges between people in Asia and around the world. So, uh, with what, we can actually continue a little further here, given the fact this is our last show that we're going to cover. And before we uh, call an, an end to things to this, this first segment and return tomorrow for, for, Part two, as it were, uh, with offices in Washington, D.C., Seoul, South Korea, Hanoi and Tokyo, the Asia Institute tackles the greatest challenges of our time, climate change, the impact of technological change on humanity, the shifting nature of international relations and the spread of anti-intellectualism. Interesting. So there we go. All of his contact information uh, websites, uh, the archived show. Yeah. I think you have to scroll down to the bottom. It'll take you to the, to the odyssey link actually where we've been picking up a little bit of traction. I'm going to try to do what I can to see if we can get more shows uploaded yet once again to, um, uh, to bit shoot because I don't know, angel, if you've been having problems, if you've been hearing about this from via others, We've been running into all kinds of obstacles via BitChute where it's tough to get any shows loaded 
whatsoever. I don't know what the deal is exactly. They even got back to us. We reached out to them. They got back to us and they said, basically, we're sorry about this. You're just going to have to keep trying. So, <laughs> oh, dear God. But no, we're picking up a, a little bit of traction over on uh, Odyssey mostly. Rumble has, to this point, been a total total washout. Nothing happening over there at all, unfortunately. Uh, I'm not sure why that is. Uh, I think with the way BitChute, because of the, the um, amount of interest people were showing our art to our archive material over there, I think in part that might have had to do with the folks at BitChute itself, you know, doing what they could to help uh, see that our material was was uh, able to to actually reach people. Whereas Rumble, it's completely almost like we're totally shut down. There's no effort uh, on on anyone's part over there to give us a little bit of a helping hand so that we're able to uh, connect with any more people from around the world and that they can you know find our content and engage what we have to offer. So, that being said, once again, folks, yeah, WPRPN.com is the website. We encourage you to drop by. Sign up is free. All you simply need is that good old uh, username, password, and email. If you have any problems along the way, just get back to us via Pirate One Radio at ProtonMail.com. That's the numeral one, Pirate One Radio at ProtonMail.com. Uh, we're going to be back here tomorrow as promised uh, come rain or shine and you know we really do take this business of holding to our word quite seriously if we can't make it for some reason or if we've we've told you that there's going to be a show we're going to have a guest or an interview we we you know as as they say in accordance with the pirate code that your word is your bond and your bond is your life so it's a it's a pretty big deal for us. So many great shows this year, but in, okay, well, I love the Bob Dylan show is what Janie Walker's talking about there on the comment section. And DK Spiracy, thank you so much once again, you and Northeast Native. I'm not sure if there's anyone else who uh, who was actually helping, well, Angel in a big way, of course, to to syndicate essentially, uh, restream what we had to offer folks here this go round episode number 254 of pirate radio podcast angel i don't know if you have any closing comments or not hope uh, you and your listeners were able to get something out of what we had to offer this go round uh well if they give me any feedback uh it'll be on angelsbeamle.com or uh soflowradio.com and I'll let you know uh, other than that just keep listening y'all next year right. should be exciting indeed indeed so and thank you uh, once again Angel not just for helping to host us here but that, that Lou Ferrigno story is like that's more classic movie material I'm seeing like <laughs> you know that's the sort of thing that you could have a scene in a movie where uh, that that very that that very uh, incident occurred, and I guess if you think about it, we're all stars in our own movie. Um, 
with uh, I don't know if God is the director necessarily or logos, perhaps if you want to, uh, you know, that, I, I kind of dig logos in, in my own way. It just it just means a word. And uh, yeah, that's which to me, I look at as being on the same level to, as to what the Buddhists refer to as Dharma. Logos is a Christian concept, by the way, for those who are not aware. They talk about the word of God. Well, preachers up there on the pulpits waving their Bibles around the word of God, when really all it comes down to is, is that one, it's the one word, logos. That is the word of God. And in conjunction with cosmos, for example, and throughout the cosmos, we have this logos, this, you could say, almost intelligent design behind behind things here. Uh, so other, other Greek terms, of course, nomos, eros, demos, pathos, all, you know, leading off to uh, and helping to inspire other uh, English words. So all fascinating stuff. But yeah, we're going to be back here. We hadn't planned it this way. But just because of time constraints, looking at the clock, I mean, dear God, it's, uh, we're, we're, you know, coming up on three hours here. So uh, I'd get sidetracked just in a natural basis. We had DK Spiracy drop in for, geez, I don't know, that had to have been 15, 20 minutes at least. So that ate up a pretty fair chunk of time. And more than anything, though, I just like to, uh, I, I like to, and going back and looking at the year as it was to to just to do the the show's justice, you know, and to give them their due uh, the, the due respect as we find them archived for uh, you know posterity's sake. All of time really is where they're going to find themselves uh, available to whoever in the future, as it were. Uh, takes the time to go back and and investigate what Jaffe and the rest of the crew here were were up to this year. So Janie Walker, thank you once again, and uh, she's sending love to both myself and you, Angel. I'm sure you appreciate that too. By the way, just in closing here, how are you how are you feeling these days on the health front? Any luck with the uh, the CBD lotion that I've been bugging you about now for a couple of weeks? No, look at that. I can't uh, still get uh, Daniel to uh, hand uh, any uh, help on that front. Uh, I did get the stitches removed, speaking of fronts, from my my nether yeah. region. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, no fun to get the stitches removed from that area. I'll no. that. There's a lot of tugging, and sometimes they miss a spot and they get a, a public hair. And uh, that public hair becomes public to the world once they pull it out, and you're like, "Oh, that hurts." Um, so it wasn't a fun experience. Well, I hope uh, I hope this has been a fun experience for people out there listening. I know that I've had a, a great time, and it's always rich and rewarding on that uh, a spiritual basis. Frankly, that's that's in large part what I'm here for. Although we do once again appreciate the donations and support people who help us out, and uh, if they can't if they can't contribute via PayPal, Patreon, Minds.com, Odyssey, or elsewhere, that 
they just remind remember to like comment share hit the subscription and notification buttons along with passing word along to their friends and family that uh that we're a happening thing out here aboard these these high often all too intrepid digital seas thank you angel thank you everyone out there listening and hope to see you again tomorrow uh it'll be a special edition part two follow-up to what we've put together here this go-around episode 254 pirate radio podcasts until we meet again out on these high digital seas on behalf of captain long john sinclair and the rest of the crew located down here in skullport harbor i'm your host as always the show's chief communications officer jaffe Ryder. tally ho I know. There we be. Having carefully looked over each of our navigation panel instruments, checking every level, switch, dial, cable, knob, and pulley, by all accounts and indications, we indeed see it's time once again to drop anchor inside Mystic Bay, draw an end to yet another week of World Pirate Radio Live. Remember? If you're looking for a little more animated online action, keep in mind we've likely got yet another great free-flowing rogues gallery after show coming up for the next hour in one of our more premium exclusive and remote digital underground online pirate hideaways. Also, if you yourself have a new, novel, intriguing, or otherwise underreported idea, unique individual or pressing item in mind be sure to either drop us a line directly over on wprpn.com or fire us a quick email via pirate one radio at protonmail.com we're always open to exploring fresh creative suggestions intriguing guest ideas cutting edge discussion topics and captivating themes remember WPRPN.com member site subdomain links are also always available. Great for artists, musicians, podcasters, bloggers, social media personalities, or pretty much just any old land lover looking to boost their online visibility, presence, and reach. Basic personal profile accounts can be launched for just $60 per year. Staking your claim now helps not only strengthen you and the network, we're also looking out for the little guy. That's right, folks. As much as half of all WPRPN's profits are redirected right back into the hands of the people who really need it most. Community charity. After all, we are the Robin Hood. You can further embark on your own personal pirate journey by either liking, sharing, commenting on, subscribing to, or just following us via virtually any mainstream social media platform, including Twitter, Facebook, Gab, or Minds.com. So don't forget to become engaged 
Until we meet again out on the high digital seas. I'm your host as always, the ship's chief communications officer, Jaffe Ryder. Tally ho.